Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I am Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Gentlemen, welcome. Yo. Are, have you been feeling lonely lately? I have. <laughs> I have. I've done, uh, I did two podcasts by myself uh, for our wrestling main event show, so you guys can check those out. So that was super weird. Uh, being here in the room alone, talking with, to nobody, talking just to, staring at two empty chairs, staring at two empty chairs with microphones in front of them. So like nothing had changed about the dynamic and the setup of what is taking place, other than two bodies were not occupying the chairs in the space that they are normally occupied. So what you're saying is that you need a, a Joe and Johnny doll? No, <laughs> no, absolutely. One of, these, one of these days we're gonna come in here and there's gonna be like a cardboard cutout of yeah. the two of us just sitting in these chairs. Yeah, I make them kiss. <laughs> Gross. Because I like when you guys kiss normally, so you know it's just it's, it's tender. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's heartwarming. Really, it makes it more immersive for me because it makes me feel like you guys are really here. I'm uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you guys don't know. You guys listening at home don't know how many times I have to edit out them just making out in the middle of the show. It happens more often than you think. Come on, Josh. Pride Month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like every other brand in existence, we too are, you know, pushing the agenda of Pride forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should probably, John, you got to edit the uh, the logo, make it rainbow, oh, rainbow, 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 rainbow. You know, because that's what brands do during Pride Month. Yeah, they, they completely all... ignore everyone all year round, but yeah. for one month they pretend to care. Oh, yeah. Did you guys, I don't know if you saw the meme about it where it was like brands during pride month and it's the scene from the office where michael kisses oscar uh, uh, and oscar's always like uh, and he, he's just forcing himself on him and yeah. i thought that was really apt funny i, I saw uh, the one from the eric andre show which one uh the one where like he's standing at the microphone and he turns and shoots the other oh, yeah, guy behind yeah. him but it's like during pride month and, he, uh, and he's like the they're, they're sitting there normally and then after pride month they're turning around and shooting him yeah that's pretty funny. So yeah, that's exactly what we mm-hmm. did. But yeah, it was it was weird doing it. You guys can check those out if you listen to, to Wrestling for Super Showdown. Uh, spoilers, I did not like the show very much. Uh, didn't have anyone to disagree with me here in the room, though, Johnny, you watched some of it. I don't think anyone would have disagreed with no, Johnny, no. you watched some of it. No, I'm, no I'm disagreements there. No. Um, but yeah, you guys I, can check I those feel out. bad for Goldberg. <laughs> me too, because he's getting a lot of flack, but he legitimately knocked himself out, so it was kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, normally we just do the one episode pre and post show because it all takes place on a Sunday night. We're able to get together. This was a weird Friday afternoon show, so only I really had the free- the freedom and flexibility uh, to be able to do a pre and post show. So they were two separate shows. Uh, the first time I think we've ever gotten a pre show up before the event, so people could listen to our predictions before it actually took place, uh, which was uh, different than usual. Mm. So you guys can check that I, out. I got to listen to it uh, before it all happened. Yeah, yeah, and I got to actually like. Uh, have you not tell me who won afterwards that's right yeah so I, I totally messed that up but again normally someone would be like we should probably say who won but didn't have that here yeah uh and i like had the card so what in happens front when you me. don't have me to wrangle you oh uh, yeah that's that's what you it is. you're <laughs> wrangling me yeah that's definitely how i'm the rock the, in this situation yeah <laughs> that's you? how all these shows work it's you reining me in <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. no carry giggles or anything either too. no carry giggles no food <laughs> <laughs> no no rapper crinkling nothing like that um but no we're back here for a games cast with our normal crew so we're talking about video games so joe what did you play this week uh i uh i, I went back and played uh some marvel spider-man on the playstation 4 okay uh i bought the dlc packs because the game was on sale for the um days of play that's going on yeah the dlc week. was on sale too so you got yourself a pretty good deal there oh yeah 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 totally i, I totally didn't fuck myself because i'm an idiot <laughs> No, I mean, no no one's ever accused you of being an idiot. Except for you. And us. 
and everyone in your life. Yeah, yeah. I fucked, up. I, I fucked up and bought it all last week instead of waiting waiting a week for the sale to start. Why would you Did ever? Did you even play it? I just didn't even think about it. Who buys a video game the week before E3? I just we wasn't also thinking. talked I was, about it last I, week. I beat, I beat Days Gone. I was like, I need something else to play. So I was like, oh, I'll just play the Spider-Man DLC. And like, Blood and Truth. Uh, I don't, I don't have like, room else. to like, hook up my VR You bought four Switch games. Yeah. <laughs> I have so many Switch games I haven't played. Yeah. <laughs> and also, we talked about this last week. We're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's Spider-Man's going to be 20 bucks because it's on like, the $20 I sale. I didn't think about the DLC, though. You don't think. That's why. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm an idiot. <laughs> that's your problem, Joe. You don't think. I'm, I'm, not, dis- I'm not disagreeing. I'm a dumb person. <laughs> and we were just vehemently agreeing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, you're guaranteed to be right at least twice a day, and this is one of those times when you yeah, say, yeah. "So you're instead an of idiot. so instead of just buying the game and the the DLC in a thirty dollar bundle, I ended up paying twenty dollars for the game and twenty five dollars for the bundle. And also, I fucked myself because when I bought it used originally, my first plan was I was just going to buy it used and return it. Yeah, uh, I used ten dollars in like coupons, and then when I went to return it, they wouldn't give me my ten dollar coupons back. Uh, so I lost ten dollar coupons as well. So. I, instead of paying thirty bucks, if yeah, I waited you just a week, straight up lost that coupon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah instead of spending it. thirty bucks, I ended up like spending fifty five essentially. Ugh. Yeah. Um. But uh, the DLC is okay. Yeah, the DLC is <laughs> it is it's okay. It's more of the same without any of the impact of story. Well, like okay, so when it comes to Spider Man, here are some things I don't give a rat's ass about in Spider Man. Spiders. Black Cat. Uh, any of the mob stuff, not including um. Uh, Kingpin. Kingpin. He's the only person that I actually find interesting in all the mobs. What stuff. about the hand? I don't care about the hand at all. Uh, and Silver Sable. So the three elements of the DLC are all <laughs> There's the more stuff I don't care about, but like that stuff that I was just like, I don't care about any of this shit. Yeah. Like, especially like when it comes to Black Cat and Spider-Man stories, it's always the same stuff. And the whole time that I'm like playing this game, I'm like, because like when it comes to Black Cat and Spider-Man, Peter Parker's always like, Okay, she always betrays me and screws me over, but this time I'm sure she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And the whole DLC is me basically going like, Peter, you fucking idiot. Yeah, I you... thought I was dumb, but you're really dumb, buddy, <laughs> because she always fucking lies to you and you always believe her every goddamn time. So, like, it was very clearly everything happening in that plot line was all bullshit anyways. Joe's never interacted with a pretty girl because that's just what happens. Like, the pretty girl bats their eyes at you. You fall and you over. Go, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This time is going to be different. It's just, it's it's that. Yeah. So that just proves how much of a real character Peter Parker is. He's not some we, uh, weird he done up very, Hollywood version. He's, he's a very real down to earth man who a pretty girl bats her eyes and, he and just inherently her, he's a nerd take so the, take the painting felicia i don't care and i'm yeah, sure you're that. gonna do something good with it anyways yeah. so the when i'm playing all of that stuff the whole time i'm just like more frustrated than actually like caring and also it is just a lot of just replaying stuff you had already done yeah. um and also at that point i'm coming back a year after playing the game no you're not that game came out in september did it yeah the well, dlc or so the game nine months uh well, the game came out in September. The DLC came out October, November, December. Oh. Well, whatever it was months. that the game came out. So, yeah. nine months, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I completely forgot how to play. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's like riding a bike, man. Just uh, in terms of, in. like, doing, like, combos and fighting and all that stuff. Like, even, even swinging around the city, I was like, I could have sworn there was a way to, like, move myself faster. 
Yeah, you gotta do flips and shit. Well, also, like, if you press in the left stick, like, you do the dive that builds yeah. up speed, and then yeah. when you come out of you swing faster. Yeah. I'd forgotten, like, all of that stuff. So, I'm swinging the fight, around the man. city going, like, I'm really slow. I'm forgetting, like, all the different combos and shit in the fight. So, like, there was also, while I was playing it, also not caring about the storyline, I was also frustrated trying to remember how to play the game. Mm. By the time I got to the next DLC, which was the Turf War DLC, um, like I said, I don't care about the Mafia stuff when it comes to Spider-Man. However... That was a really good story that they yeah. put on that one. The Hammerhead was, stuff is really cool. Yeah, it was super brutal. All the stuff with uh, Watanabe was, like, super depressing. Yeah, don't get into it too much, though. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, John hasn't played it yet, and I'm sure he's going to pick it up now that it is yeah, on, now it's sale. on sale. Because yeah. mm. <laughs> he's not stupid. Mm. Uh, all of that stuff, uh, the, the storyline was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I... I, like I said, I don't care about the mob stuff, but they did a good job at least making that plot line engrossing. Mm-hmm. And I haven't started the uh, silver lining stuff yet. I haven't finished that either. Yeah. I think because it came out in December, so like right around Christmas time, just busy other games. Just haven't gotten back into it. Yeah. I will soon. The only thing is, like, they're pretty short. Yeah, like, they are. They I, are pretty it, short. Each one of those, it took me like f- maybe three hours to beat all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's uh, not bad. Yeah, still, like, I, I did it in a day. Like, I played a little bit before work, I went to work, I came back, I finished it. I was like, oh, that, that felt really short. Yeah. Um, But, uh, eh, I mean, it, it was still engrossing enough, I could say, from from that stuff. I, uh, Silver Sable, like, even in the main game, was super uninteresting. Yeah, I didn't, yeah, that's why, I think that's also why I had been putting it Like, you it didn't off. bother, like, putting, like, getting right into it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's also like two more trophies, one for beating the game in New Game Plus mm-hmm. and one for beating the game on the hardest difficulty that they added. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably just go and do those, but I don't know if I want to play the game like twice back to back. At least the New Game Plus one, like I can probably blast through it really quick because it's New Game Plus. Um, but you can't play New Game Plus with the harder difficulty? You absolutely can. Oh, can you? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, usually when a game does New Game Plus, you can only play it on the difficulty that you beat it on. Nope. You oh. can start New Game Plus with any difficulty. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah, because I have a regular New Game Plus playthrough, and then I have another... Oh, no. Maybe I did start... I don't remember what I did. It's been so long since I looked at like my save files, but I know I had a couple of New Game Pluses on various difficulties to be able to just... Yeah, usually you can through. do it on the level you're on or lower, but you can't go higher. That's that's other games, so they yeah. could have done it completely different if they wanted to. I don't know. Yeah, I'd have to double check, but I'm pretty sure that you could change it to whatever difficulty you want, because I remember kind of manipulating... And starting over to see different things. All right, then that's to... better than if I can just power through the like hard yeah. difficulty in New Game Plus with all those like upgrades. Yeah, you don't have to do the extra shit either. You just got to play the game. Yeah, like you don't have to do it on either. Maybe that's what I, I might have started a, a regular game then on a harder difficulty, and then just said I'm just doing story mode stuff. I don't care because mm. even if you just do the story mode stuff, you're not going to be as powerful. You're not going to have everything unlocked, but it's still not that difficult of a game, so it wouldn't actually take you that much to just power through the story elements. It's just if I have to play it like twice in a row, I might yeah. have a hard time like stomaching through that one. Yeah, I'm probably when Far From Home comes out in a month. You'll be in. I'll be in Spider-Man, Spider-Man mood. Yeah, and like as I start to put together the the office slash studio space with all my Spider-Man figures when they come out of the boxes, I'm gonna be like, all right, it's Spider-Man time. Mm-hmm. So I'll be excited for that. So I'm glad that I held off on it a little bit. Yeah, you can play New Game Plus on Ultimate Difficulty. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so then I only have to play it one more time, yeah, which I'll know. be looking for. It's been long enough that I can play through that again, and it'll still be interesting mm-hmm. at this point. Nice. Yeah. Play anything else? 
Uh, I mean, I played like various other little. Uh, uh, I put in a couple Switch games to play, but like not enough to really have a lot to say about it. Like yeah. I played a game called Robo Gato or Gato Robo. I don't remember what it was, uh, but it's um, it's robot cat. Oh yeah, it's you're a you're a, a kitten in a robot suit, a la Metroid, and it's basically it's a like Metroid knockoff game. Oh, I saw that. Cool. It looked cool. Yeah, like you you play as. Uh, there was a uh, like space soldier guy going to this planet to check out, crashes his ship. He gets stuck in his ship. The only thing that he can do is he can get his cat out of the ship. And the cat gets in the robot suit that fell out. And now like he's telling the cat what to do as it like runs around this planet. And it's essentially just Metroid uh, 2. It's the it, it has the aesthetics of a Game Boy game mm-hmm. as opposed to like a, a Nintendo game. But, uh, I mean... Like I said, I didn't play it too much to have like too much to say about it, but I was like, oh, this is pretty adorable, and like it definitely has the feel of a Metroid game, so it's something I, I'm looking forward to going back and playing more later on. Yeah. It's a Castlevania. Uh, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah, uh, I played some uh, Bomb Chicken on the Switch. Yeah, uh, so you got your I duck boxing about. game today? Uh, I haven't played it yet because no, I just opened it. Just, but I got just my duck boxing in. game. Nice, uh, and I got my chicken game as well. Cool. Uh, All your fouls. Mm-hmm. To go with the other one, was it Duck Game and Blazing Beaks? Blazing were the Beaks, other ones yeah. that we were playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really got a full bill of games here. Yeah, Bomb mm-hmm. Chicken is a like platformer <laughs> puzzle game. No. <laughs> it took you longer. <laughs> it did. We thought we were done with duck buns, but we're not. Got them. Uh, uh, that one was pretty fun. It's just a platformer pl- uh, puzzle game. Nice. Uh, I had a blast playing it. Blast playing bomb chicken. Ah. Uh, see, I got my own in yeah, there. You uh, good? It was. It was. Jokes bad. are funny when you have to explain them. Right? I know it was bad. Uh, and. Uh, no, you're done now. You made a bad pun. It's over. No, I'm just trying to remember if there was anything <laughs> else I like played. But your segment's done. You're muted. There we go. John, what'd you play this week? I played uh, Real Life Tetris because I moved. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I played Real Life Tetris uh, about a month or so ago. You played Real Life Tetris now. Yeah. Um. But I haven't done. I was like, holding the... my breath the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this button does. It makes you hold his breath. Uh. But like I haven't. Had, I was. I've been living out of boxes for the last couple of days, so yeah. I haven't really played anything other than Sega. Or whatever the whatever you can play on your phone. Yeah, the phone game. Although I did almost buy a game on Steam. Uh, I don't remember the name of it, but like, there's a hundred ways to to end the game, and like you start off and it's like a oh the Seth MacFarlane movie. That's a thousand ways to die in the <laughs> West, right? Yeah, hundred thousand. No, it's a thousand. Oh yeah, it's a thousand. All right. Um, it's like a little like you start off as like pixel link pretty much, and like you go and you get your sword, but you can like kill anything. So like. The first time you get your sword, you can just kill the dude that, like, gave you your sword. And it's like, oh, here's one ending. And it's, like, meant to be funny. Yeah. At, like, one uh, point. Yeah, yeah. At oh, one point, wow. it's, like, you get a shovel, and it was, like, don't dig down here. And you, like, dig, and you dig, and you dig. And it was, like, well, now you're stuck. And, like, you keep digging. And the then, end. <laughs> and then like, you're, like, and now you've reached the bottom. Or, like, you've reached the last thing you can dig. And you fell forever. And since there's no bottom, you just starved to death. And then, like, it's, like, start over. So you got to just, like, play the game oh, over cool. and over again. It looked really funny, but I, I didn't end up buying it because I thought it was going to be on a console, but it was only on Steam. Uh, but I like watched a guy play it. I was like, that looks funny. I want to I want to try that. I don't remember what it was called, but hopefully it'll, it looks like one of those things that will eventually just come to uh, I'm sure it'll be a Switch or something soon, like that. Yeah. yeah. But no, I didn't play anything other than try and fit things in my car and my friend's car. He cheated. He had two cars. I mm. did. Mm-hmm. 
I told him I was gonna buy a, a a rented truck, and he was like, "You don't need to rent a truck. I'll just let you use my SUV." You didn't need to rent a truck. You didn't have that much stuff. But I could have gotten it in one trip. Yeah, true. But you instead saved of three, like, what a hundred bucks? Yeah, and I, you don't have to worry about crashing it into the gas station. So well, I, <laughs> no, <worked> yeah, <laughs> or like driving it with the doors open like I did last time. There you go. See, it, it worked out in your favor. So I just played avoid my roommates and narrowly made it. Sweet. I'm going to need you to continue playing that game. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the rest yeah, of the podcast hear, from upstairs. Yeah, Sweet. I hear your new roommate's a real asshole. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. So much so that he has to do podcasts alone by himself. <laughs> <laughs> what a Voluntarily. Jerk. What a jerk. Uh, I played more Hot Shots or Everybody's Golf VR this week. I'm getting better. I still haven't unlocked 18 holes, which I'm really mad about. Can uh, you? Do you know? You can. It's there. I can see the unlock icon. I do just, you know what you have to do, though? No, it's just, I think it's just continue unlocking stuff like... like um i've been playing i think i have to keep playing on the new courses i unlock in order to do it so like i just unlocked the third course the other day so once i go through and try to go back and play i unlocked a new caddy uh she is not as much fun she's more condescending somehow and a little bit meaner and i had this interaction where i i legitimately wanted to take the helmet off and throw it i was so frustrated because i'm shooting like crap like i'm playing on this like newer course I'm doing absolutely terribly. And like anytime you do bad at a sport or a video game or whatever, like it, you naturally get frustrated. Right. Like your, you know, blood temperature rise a little bit, your heart beats a different way. And like, you just get frustrated. So like, I'm getting frustrated. It seems like every shot I hit, I'm just getting bad bounces. I hit a couple where they like landed right in the fairway and then bounced weirdly and went out of bounds. Like I went and I like hit a tree at one point and it ricocheted out of bounds. Yeah. And so like, I'm at like plus seven, like halfway through the nine hole round. And I unlock one of those events that I had talked about last week where every once in a while you unlock these like on course events. Yeah. So I'm already frustrated because I just want to finish this god awful round that I'm having. And I unlock one of these events. I'm like, motherfucker, now I got to deal with whatever the fuck this is. And the event that I unlocked is, oh no, there's a bug flying around your face so now i gotta sit here with this fake bug in my face that i can't it's not do. like you have to whack it away with a golf club or no nope, it's just it just it. has to annoy you the whole time can't do anything about it and i might have been a bee or something like that and the caddy's like oh no let me get that and the event is she slaps you across the face as this bug is flying right in your eyes so, like, already I'm not having a good time because the game is bad. <laughs> then I'm not having a good time because... Well, no, you're bad at the game is what you're having Yeah, yeah. Well, like, the, the game that I'm playing, like, the round is bad. Uh, then I'm pissed because there's this bug in my face. And, like, I'm not a big fan of bugs as most people. No, as I remember from when we played uh, Farpoint. Yeah, there were a lot of bug-esque... Uh, and you kept freaking out. Yeah, I'm not a, like, I'm not a bug guy. And when they're <laughs> in your face and there's literally nothing you can do about it... Uh, was not having that there's and a, then i get smacked in the face and the whole thing jostles and i'm just like why it doesn't have vibrating no but like the screen like uh, the like what you're seeing vibrates because it's uh, reacting to you getting smacked in the face so your character's head is jostling which means what you're seeing is jostling which means you're disoriented in the mass mm. not a good not a good experience there's a there's a game on the uh, oculus quest called face your fears and it's just like no experiencing stuff no, that you. people I are already afraid did that, of. And I didn't nope. like it. Yeah, you, you played the, the underwater 
arcade shark cage game. I wasn't. You saw Aquaman. That wasn't too bad. I actually did not see <laughs> no, Aquaman. I know you did. Because uh, uh, fuck the ocean. Uh, no, and that wasn't too bad until the like the fucking cage got ripped off, <laughs> and then I was just like, nope, nope, don't just pull me up. Nope, it's not real, John. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Still real to me, damn it. But uh, the like the face. One of the things is like being covered in spiders and having giant spiders like attack you. Yeah, no, that, thank you. I don't know, that'd be fine. <laughs> No, thank well, you. Well, because that's something you're not afraid of. Right, we, we talked about that earlier. I have yeah. no fears, so I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I will find your fears. <laughs> it's hard to make a virtual reality uh, game about being alone all the time. No, I love that. And stupid. That's right. He takes that's the way I want to live my alone. life. Yeah. Uh, I go to I, my fill, place. fill a room with people. That's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do that actually. <laughs> Make a game that's just me having to have conversations with people. That's true. Yeah. Cocktail party game. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Then I'll be terrified. Yeah, you would. You just cower in the corner. I don't want to be here. <laughs> Joe, come join us. No. Yeah, my favorite place in the world is just being out in the desert by myself. Right. So I don't care about uh, solitude. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I'm still having fun with everybody's golf VR. And I'm getting better, which is good. Mm-hmm. Um, now we'll see. We'll take you to an actual game and see how you do. Yeah. I just found out that I, I can I can get that reimbursed now. So I'm really excited to go. Uh, oh, through your work? I'm surprised yeah, yeah. that that's a new thing. Man, it's just, you know, small company. Or whatever, I guess that's so. true, yeah. Yeah. No, so I will be going out and playing much more actual golf uh, this year as well. So yeah, I'm going to see if what I've... What I've adjusted in my virtual game will carry it's through. It's going to ruin your real yeah. life game. Well, my real life game isn't very good, as I mentioned last week. I'm not very good at the, the game of golf. Um, but I could be better if, if, sure. this, if this works. We'll yeah. see. You know, I'm, Because ultimately, I'm, I'm learning to not do things with my wrists or my arms that I think will translate pretty well if I can remember those motions. And with repetition, you know, maybe, maybe my brain will connect the two and I... You know, I'm not going to be Tiger Woods all of a sudden, or Phil Mickelson more aptly, because he's also a lefty. But is Tiger Woods a lefty? No, Tiger Woods is not a lefty. That's why I said Phil Mickelson's more of an apt comparison, oh, okay. because he's a lefty like me. Mm. Um, so I'm not going to go out and all of a sudden become a pro golfer. But I only know Arnold Palmer. Oh, because, because of, of the, the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, you also know Tiger Woods. Have you ever had a John Daly? No. It's an Arnold Palmer with vodka. Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it, but yeah. I did. Yeah. I had one last night, actually. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. when I when I worked in uh, New Hampshire, there was like a little uh, place that was next door or like down the street. They sold like pies. And so we would go get eat pies on Thursday. There was like little hand pies. Mm-hmm. And they made their own Arnold Palmer. Delicious. And so one day we went and my coworker wanted to order Arnold Palmer. And I was like, Tom, you want a, a dead golfer? And he, and he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, do it. And he was, he was like, okay. And he's like, and I'll also have a small dead golfer. And she's like, excuse me? I like that the size incorporates in it too. And I just be like, can I get a dead golfer? And they said, what size? He's like, can I have a small dead yeah, golfer? Yeah, he's like, can I have a small dead golfer? And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, uh, small Arnold Palmer. And she's like, that's amazing. And then the next day we saw, and then it was changed to dead golfer in, in quotations. <laughs> and I was like, Yes. You've changed in the world. That's my so. legacy. <laughs> Literally got a specialty menu item named after you. I know. Good job. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for what we've been playing. So we've got an absolutely stacked lightning round, not lightning round for this week because uh, it's E3 week. Uh, granted, this is going up on a Monday. You probably have already seen some of the E3 stuff from the weekend. Tons of news and leaks and rumors and everything. Um, we're not really covering the stuff that's leaked as a part of conferences like 
the new Watch Dogs Legion leaked earlier this week and was confirmed uh, by Ubisoft. But by the time this goes out, most of you will probably have already seen yeah. the Ubisoft conference. So yeah, we'll there was be a new Nino Cooney game, a new Tales game, yep. a bunch of other things that were announced. Yeah, yeah. they were leaked, and then yeah. so we think those will all be a part of specific conferences. So we're not really going to get into those so much because we'll do a big kind of E3 wrap up next week. Uh, on next week's episode we are recording this on saturday so we haven't seen microsoft's conference yet uh, which is going to be a pretty big one um, we haven't seen bethesda's yet um, we did watch some of the stuff from earlier today on the saturday so most of this news will be stuff from just the previous week uh, and then we'll do kind of a big e3 show next week to kind of wrap everything up and do like a, a post-mortem there uh, but we're going to start things off with something that we knew was coming this week uh, and that was a new pokemon direct so, did you guys all watch the Pokemon Direct? I did. Yes, yes me too. Uh, Joe, I think you have the list of everything that was talked about, so why don't you kick that off? Uh, well, uh, first off, there was the release official release date, Yep, which is November 15th. Uh, it be uh, globally released. Uh, they went over uh, stuff about like the environment, the world, mm -hmm. uh, new gameplay elements. Uh, they talked about the new Dynamax system. Which is cool. Yep, which is in the game uh, at certain areas in the game. It's not like a thing you can do all the time in any match. It's only in certain matches that you go. Uh, you can activate the, the, like, the Dynamax phenomena, which uh, allows the Pokemon to grow to giant sizes. Yeah. It also uh, changes the appearance, though, too, right? Like, it's not just they get bigger. They take on new elements and new moves. They right? have one new move. No, one new move. Yeah, okay. they, they're, the moves are, like, more powerful, obviously, because they're bigger. Yeah. And, yeah, they get, like, a special new move. Uh, all the Pokemon games for, the, like, the last couple of generations have... All of them have introduced, like, a new thing to them. Um, the uh, Like, uh, the... Uh, mega evolution stones where like a certain Pokemon had like another level of evolution they could do mm -hmm. only temporarily for like a for that fight that you're in which is kind of this like, yeah it's just well these ones they just get bigger the, yeah, the, that one, like, they turn into a new form yeah um, the other one like added like the Alolan forms which you had like various Pokemon had a new element types that they changed um when they do this, it kind of gets more annoying to me than it does normally. I don't know. Like, the I, I kind of wish... Uh, it, I wish that they, like, kind of kept going with certain things as opposed to just adding a, a completely new thing every time and, like, changing things. Like, I would have actually liked to have seen, like, new... Even though it's not in Aloha this time, I would have liked to have seen them do more of the new forms stuff that they did in the last game. I found that interesting. Uh, more of the Mega Evolution stuff I would have rather seen as opposed to just com making something completely new every single time. Mm -hmm. uh, it just seems kind of weird that, like, how come you never heard of any of this stuff in the last games? Well, because it's region-specific. So, like, it's the same reason of why haven't you heard of these Pokemon before. It's because they this only takes place or this only happens... I don't know if they'll explain it in story or not. Like, oh, it turns I, out I there was I think that a... it really legit is. Because I think even in this, they said that, like, the Dynamax stuff only works in certain locations. Yeah. Like, that's why they build the arenas there. Mm -hmm. Because this, those are certain places where you can yeah, do the Dynamax stuff. Yeah, plate fissures of something happened a long time ago. And that yeah. causes this particular phenomenon to happen. Granted, you should have at some point come across someone who's like, have you ever been to the such and such region and seen the Dynamax Pokemon? Like, that's crazy. So I, I guess from that standpoint, you should have heard of it before. It could have been there. But if it's region specific and there's a storyline reason for it, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, I guess. I, I kind of wonder about like the people that live in like uh, like the Pokemon Red and Blue 
area, the Hoenn region, they're like, oh, we don't get anything cool here. No, just... we just got 151 Gennaro Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. Did you do you hear over in not England they have giant Pokemon, and if you mm-hmm. go over to uh, not Hawaii, not Hawaii, <laughs> they have like different versions of Pokemon. If you go to not uh, New York, they have uh, ones that like have another evolution. Yeah. So, uh, but like I, I would have been more interested in seeing. Uh, oh, and the Z moves is another thing that they had in the Alolan stuff, where they had like super special moves that they could do if you had a certain stone. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just the fact that like they just kind of forget everything and do something different every time. But that's what differentiates the games. I, I guess I just um, I would have liked to see like maybe like keep them going, but then it would be too complicated. There'd be I don't too know. many elements to yeah. it. Yeah. But that could be something that you culminate with in a game or two where you say, like, hey, this is a – it's Pokemon World and there's all these – And there's, there's everything. There's, yeah. And so you don't necessarily – like, you maybe go to some Olympic-style event in the Pokemon universe and when you fight a guy from – the you know the not london he's got a dynamax thing so you should have a dynamax person to like combat it or something like that like you go to some kind of specialty tournament with that has all these explorers and world travelers and trainers that have gone like you have like you joe have gone to all these different regions by playing all the different pokemon games you go and therefore you have one pokemon that could do dynamax one that can do aloha and z moves and maybe that's something they do down the line and also uh, in like the games it registers on the pokemon when you catch it like where they're caught mm-hmm. so like if you go back and you look at things it'll like it, it acknowledge that like this pokemon was caught in pokemon x and y essentially mm. so it could be the kind of thing where like you you have to have a pokemon from that game caught yeah. in that game in order to like activate that thing yeah but uh, this is all wishful thinking stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they talked about how the Pokemon gyms work this time, which uh, normally, like, the Pokemon gyms were, like, certain... And um, in, in, like, every major town, like, there would be a gym. This time, they're giant, uh, like, sports arenas. Yeah, it's like a... Uh, like a soccer a, stadium? Event. It's Pokemon yeah. Stadium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's more like Pokemon, but fought on a soccer field or a football field. Yeah, Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why you're trying to equate this to real world things. Just keep Pokemon. I just find it I just find Well, it as opposed to being a tournament, the, these are gyms that are fought just one person at a time sort of thing. Oh, is that? But like I'm thinking the game Pokemon Stadium where you just go in and that's the... I, I was just more like yeah. pointing out the fact that it actually just legit looks like it's on a soccer field yeah. as well, opposed yeah, to like British. on a... But you think it would be like no, a specially designed? Britain. It's fake Britain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's Galar Fritton. It's yeah. Galar region region. Yeah, uh, but it's just the fact that like in Pokemon Stadium, they looked like they were stadiums built for Pokemon fights, whereas mm-hmm. this just looks like it's a soccer field. It's a repurposed. Yeah. Pitch. Yeah, it's like when I when me and Skip went to watch the last NXT pay per view. I was like looking at that place. And I'm like, you can really tell this is a hockey rink mm-hmm. that they're, uh, they're they set the ring up in the middle of mm-hmm. or a basketball. Yeah, but in Bridgeport they play hockey there, so it's not convertible. Well, they but they don't have like a they have a oh, semi professional yeah, no, hockey team. Yeah, there's no basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see like the um, wall. The, yeah, for the boards. They call the boards. The boards. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can see like the boards around it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but uh, yeah, and they showed off some of the like the the new Pokemon trainers for it. Uh, the, the designs look pretty cool. Yeah, I like that rival. one huge like muscular dude with like the baby face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, was he looks, super it looks weird. like somebody's baby like head on like he, a giant muscular man's body. Yeah, and he clearly skipped leg day because he's just all <laughs> torso. Yeah, was that the one? That was that the same guy that had like all six Pokeballs like going just down strapped his leg? onto his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he looks like a rugby like player. Dude. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what he is. Yeah, uh, or a they, not rugby player. Yeah, they don't have any other sport in Pokemon world besides Pokemon fighting. Huh? I mean, I, I don't know. If they've ever talked. They don't ever talk about it. Yeah, there's never a guy that's like, yeah, when I'm not Pokemon training, I like to play soccer. Yeah, probably there's probably like baseball guys or something like that. Yeah, some off. There is baseball thing. guys. They're wearing baseball uniforms. Yeah, and they like hold the bats. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's swimmers, mm-hmm. competitive yeah. swimming. Uh, they showed off uh, the like over map worlds mm-hmm. of this one, yeah. uh, which is interesting. Like you actually can see the Pokemon like wandering around the field. It's much much bigger open world. Uh, this is the first time that like you actually have control over the camera, where you can like spin around and look at the world. Usually they're more kind of like uh, track focused. Like yeah, you kind of know where you have to go. It, uh, this is more of a an open world uh, Skyrim-esque type thing where yeah. the, it, it's a giant area that you can explore. Uh, it's pretty cool that you can see like the Pokemon going around, uh, but also like if you go into the tall grass a la every other Pokemon game, you don't know what's going to jump you there. If the ones that are out on the like the plains, you can like run up to them and challenge them, which is kind of interesting. But even in the tall grass ones, it's kind of like how it was in Let's Go uh Pikachu and Eevee, where it's got the little icon that says, hey, there's a Pokemon there in the tall grass. You can engage or not engage. Yeah, yeah. It's not like You can the see old... them, like, shaking in the grass Yeah, it's stuff. not like the old red and blue days where, like, you're just walking in, boom, Pokemon event. Like, yeah. you can choose it's to skip It's not nearly things. as random yeah. an encounter. In which I like, because I hated that about playing red, uh, which, like, I, I didn't play very much of, but I hated going through, especially the opening area, and being like, I just want to get to the next... Thing. It's like cool. Without constantly like getting into a fight. Here's fifty ratatouille. Or if you like run out of Pokeballs and you're like, I just I want to catch this stuff, but I gotta get to a store first. Yeah. And, like and then you run into the thing that you wanted to catch and you're like, fuck, now I gotta kill it. Yeah. And like I see the store and I could walk through like a strip of tall grass to get to the store, or I can walk all the way around to avoid the potential of these fights that I don't want to have. Right. Mm-hmm. So I like that about it. Yeah. Uh, they talked about the max raid battle system, which is a four player co op of the. Uh, mode that they have in the game where you cool. and three other players all have to team up to take off a or take on a dynamax uh giant pokemon that's like harder than the normal dynamax ones yeah uh that was pretty cool i like that when you beat them you can actually capture them but you use a giant dynamax ball to capture them as well yeah so it's just pokeball it's pokemon go raids but in this yeah because that's what happens in the, at the raid like I mean, a bunch I, of people really get together in real life and they they battle the Pokemon, and then once you defeat it, you get ten balls, or depending on like if you have multiple friends in the group, uh, you get an extra ball like per every f- three friends or something like that to try and catch the thing that you just raided against. Hmm. Well, correct me if I'm wrong too. I think in these raids, you can select one person to Dynamax their Pokemon yeah. to help mm-hmm. in the yeah only at one point, and the Dynamax only lasts for three turns, and that's any Dynamax. Yeah, yeah. But did you only get the one Pokemon that one time, and Correct. only one person can do Correct. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, I was unclear on the like who gets to be the one to capture it. 
I think it's everyone whoever, does. Does everyone get a chance to capture it? Yes. I just assumed it was whoever was chosen as the no everyone does. person, or okay. maybe whoever did the most damage. Yeah. No, it's everyone. Because oh, nice. so one said, Pokemon like, gets split into four parts. <laughs> yes, you get the legs. Cool. Um, throw you throw your Pokeball and just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's gruesome. Yeah. It, it, it's a small Pokeball, man. That's what you get. It was bigger on the inside. That's that's true. Like the Doctor Who thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wildlands thing seems weird because they didn't say whether or not like that was gonna be, um, like the the weather changes and the time of like day changes what's there. So they didn't say what was in like the wild area, and that kind of like I was talking to Tyler about it was like, do I have to schedule my life around like what is gonna be in this area because that's gonna be extremely frustrating. Well, I mean, I. I don't know if it's actually timed to the real world. Uh, other Pokemon games have had day and night cycles that, like, there are certain Pokemon you can only catch during the day and certain Pokemon. Right, but this one said that night. there's only ones that are during certain weather as well. Yeah, I guess you just have to be like, oh shit, it's raining. Like, time to try there. and catch that thing that I wanted to get. It's yeah. really annoying because they said there's only specific ones that are going to be in there, and I was like, I don't really want to like just walk around the wild area and wait for the fucking weather to change. I mean, that's that's hunting though. I mean, it's hey, this this animal that I want to hunt really only comes out in this type of weather when it's rainy or sunny and i guess but that's why i don't hunt like, i know that's but why I, I play video games i know but that's like that makes it more immersive i think to where it could make for a better it could be super annoying we yeah. won't know until it, we, we play it but that could be like another element of like cool i have to like i have to decide is it worth leaving what i'm about to go do to try to catch this wild pokemon yeah or is it just like oh fuck every single time i'm about to do something now i gotta go do this other thing or risk missing out on this Pokemon that I want that will help me down the line. I don't know. And they didn't say like where the wild area was like in the proximity of the map or anything like Mm -hmm. that. So that's why I was, was that was the only thing that I was just like, I don't like any of this. I wasn't sure if the wild lake stuff was a certain area you had to go to, or is that just everywhere that's not in like a city? Yeah. They didn't say. Yeah. And like Tyler I'm just, made the I'm point that it was like the, I mean, that's just the whole world map is that like I don't know when you go between cities you have to like run through the wildlands I don't know yeah and Tyler was saying like if if it's one specific area like, like they should integrate a like Elder Scrolls uh, like wait x amount of hours like that would be uh, oh you can just like choose to go in at nighttime yeah so just be like oh I'm gonna go in but like since it's you know three o'clock in real time. Wait six hours until it's I, I doubt it's going to be like tied to our actual time. I'm sure it's going to be like a, a minute is an hour, and there no, that's but how Skyrim wasn't the other ones. Like the Elder Scroll games wasn't a minute in real time either. But that's how the other Pokemon games worked. Like the day and night cycles weren't a full 24 hour day and night cycle. They were like 24 minute day and night cycles. Yeah, it's probably like in like Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. It's... The last time I remember playing was like uh, Diamond and Pearl was actual day and night time so yeah someone actually did have, so like, it was we tied get, like clock. we set like when i played it i set mine six hours forward so that like when i got home from work it was still technically during the day hmm. so that uh, i like wouldn't like i would only play it at night in real time yeah but then i would miss out on all the day stuff mm-hmm. hmm. well, we'll have to wait and see yeah um they uh showed off new pokemon for the uh game the new ones for the uh, gallery region which one's your favorite uh the fucking badass looking crow oh yeah, oh, yeah. the one that like, can transport you places yeah i yeah. mean just fucking looks badass look at that motherfucker <laughs> yeah 
I always like the, like the. I'm assuming this is like the starting bird one. This is like. I don't know if that's actually a Pokemon you can use. Maybe it looks know. like just a taxi Pokemon. No, yeah. you capture it and that's and then use it to taxi around. But yeah. then they you showed, have to get it. They showed a video of it and it was like some random dude gotten one. Yeah, but that random dude could have had one that he captured and then was using it as a taxi service. I don't know. Like it didn't in the other games they had, they, uh, they started introducing like rideable Pokemon. Yeah. 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 Uh, and like one of them is the, the, the fly thing. thing. Uh, yeah. There was the go, go goat. Yeah. What you could like ride as opposed to getting the bike, you got a go goat instead, which you had it, but you could also still fight with it as well as ride it. Right. And then like you could fly using a Charizard. That was your Charizard on your team. Um, so, uh, I'm sure you can actually still fight with it as well. I mean, all the other ones were just kind of like cutesy looking things that I would never bother having on my Except team. for like the giant turtle with the Oh, yeah, teeth. yeah. The uh, Dreadnaw. Yeah, that thing looked cool. Yeah, he looked cool. The other one was like a, a cute little goat. Or a cute little, cute little sheep and like two flower ones. Yeah, flower mm-hmm. one with an afro. Um, and then they uh, just gave some more information on the three starter Pokemon. And then uh, they capped it off by showing off the two new legendary Pokemon mm-hmm. for the game, which they look pretty cool. No I, one's going to buy the shield. I mean, I'm going to buy both. Yeah, everyone's going to buy both. But yeah, if, if anyone but if you had your choice anything, of one, yeah, everyone's going to buy the, the fucking, dude with a sword. Yeah, the fucking, the, the thing is literally a Dark Souls boss. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> Isn't it just like a dog with a sword in its mouth? Yeah, there's a Dark Souls boss that's a giant wolf oh, okay. with yeah, a sword it's, in its mouth. it's Sif the wolf, and he's a giant wolf with a giant sword in his mouth. See, I kind of think the shield one looks cooler, because I just think it's weird that it's just a thing with a sword in its mouth. Like, yeah, I wish it doesn't it... seem like it's an evolutionary no. thing. Like, I thought it would have been like, if you have an, a creature like that, maybe it has some kind of mane, and the mane is sharp, so it looks like it's a bunch of short swords. This literally right. just looks like a dog. Like, I saw a meme. It was like Pokemon Sword and Shield. And it was a dog that had walked through a screen door and was carrying the screen door around. And then a dog that just had, like, a toy sword in its mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that is pretty funny. So, yeah, like, I, I don't know. It just seems weird that it's just got a sword in its mouth. Make it part of it. Because if he drops the sword, you knock it out. Like, is it just now just a regular animal? Like, what is, what's special about it? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, what I don't like about the two legendary ones is like they relatively just look like the same, the same one, thing. yeah, yeah, just with like a slight different. Like they look like the same wolf. Just one has a sword and one has like a weird giant chest plate thing on, mm-hmm. but they don't look like they're different. Other than that, no, which is kind of weird. Like usually the different ones have a very distinct, different appearance to them, as opposed to just like a, a weird uh, accessory. That's, yeah, a, that's, that's what a I'm little, saying. It's like, a little like disappointingly uncreative. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, it's just got a sword in its mouth. That's all. It, that's all it is. I don't. It's not a very good one. I mean, in the end of the trailer, so, it showed off that there's something else. That there's probably a third legendary of some well, kind. There always is. Yeah, uh, but we didn't get any looks of that. We just got like an ominous ooh, yeah, something more Pokemon like, gun. Oh yeah, it's right. just going to be a dog with a machine gun <laughs> in its mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sweet. They're really trying to appeal to the West. <laughs> yeah. None of Western players play Pokemon games, so we need Pokemon Gun. Uh, but I mean, ultimately, like I was happy with it. Like it made yeah. me a lot more excited than I was going into the whole event. Yeah, I mean, John asked me, he's like, "Did did was there anything there that is going to make you get this?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> no, there isn't." I mean, I, it looks cool, and but... I was always going to get it no matter what. Yeah. So I don't know if like my opinion holds that much water. Here's the thing about Pokemon games, though: they've been going on for so long, and they release two a year or two every cycle that they come out with them. 
you're not you don't need to be swayed on a Pokemon game at this point. I don't think. I mean, maybe you lapsed and this would get you back in potentially, but I feel like everyone who was going to buy this game already was going to buy this game, and everybody who wasn't still isn't. I don't necessarily know that these directs sway anybody. Well, I mean, I imagine maybe there's a lot of people that bought a Switch that weren't huge Nintendo people coming in. Maybe. So, like, this is going to be their first kind of real foray into a Pokemon game. At least in a long time. Like, they, there are probably people who bought Switches that never owned a 3DS. Or yeah. never owned... Or, like, uh, maybe they haven't played it since the Game Boy era or something yeah, like that. exactly. Mm. God damn it. If you pre-order the dual pack in the UK, you get a Steelbook. Bastards. Yeah, I it's like the, a gold Steelbook. Yeah, I have this, this Steelbook that came if you bought the one from Best Buy. Yeah. Pokemon Let's Go. Mm. And that wasn't yeah. even both of them. I was just buying one of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how you plan to pre-order it, Joe, but I saw that if you pre-order the double pack through Amazon, you don't get any kind of like credit. But if you pre-order the individual games, you get $10 in credit per game. Oh. But in, since it's the same price, there's no benefit to it. Since yeah. there's no Steelbook or anything like that. So yeah. just to... Thought Maybe I'll, I'll probably you. get that, and then I'll use that extra $20 to order the Steelbook case. There you go. I'm sure someone's going to sell their extra Steelbook case on Amazon, or on eBay. Yeah. There you go. That's all you need. Was there anything else uh, from that direct? Uh, I mean, that was about the, the gist of it. It was only cool. like 12 minutes long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that the character designer is a British guy. Yeah, I thought that was kind of like weird at first. I, I was just like, who's this? Who's this? Uh, what's who, the who word? You? The Japanese word for... Gaijin? Gaijin? Yeah, it's like, who's this Gaijin? Get out of here. Well, I mean, it's... But then he started talking, I'm like, oh, he's actually British. Yeah, it's so, fake like, Britain, like, so might as well have a British dude design all of them. Yeah, on. like, tell us what Britain is like. It's absolutely nothing like this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like anything like this. Put, put soccer, uh, football fields. Yeah. Put the pitch out there. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. We had a whole bunch of showcases this week. Uh, the second one was all about Google Stadia. They are calling it the Stadia Connect. They told us what it is before, but this is like more concrete details. We got pricing, pricing we got release window, and we got some more information about what it kind of is and like how what you need to get it to work. And so, uh, Joe, I think you have that list as well. Uh, I mean, I do. What do you want to like know about it? I mean, what does uh, it cost? So yeah, so we can start with with price, which was a little bit confusing because you don't actually need to pay to pay anything, but if you want to play it early, you got to get a founders pack. Yes. So uh, they announced the founders pack. It's one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes with a special night blue controller. The mm-hmm. only way you can get that color controller is yep. uh, through that. It also comes with a Comcast or a Chromecast uh, Ultra, Ultra device. Yep. Uh, which is basically what you're going to use to. Connect your TV to the uh, network or at whatever. The, at the start. Um, yeah. They said a over time. A lot of smart TVs, I'm sure, are going to be able to do it directly from the smart TV. Yeah, just not at first. Like, yeah. at first, if you want to play on your TV, you do need that Chromecast Ultra uh, mm-hmm. rather than just a smart TV app. Uh, you get three months of Stadia Pro, which mm-hmm. is another thing they announced. Stadia Pro uh, normally is $9.99 a month. Um, it's, uh, what you need if you want to play something in 4k, you need to have a Stadia Pro subscription. 4k HDR 5.1 surround sound. Uh, 60 frames per second. 60 frames per second. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, you get a founder's badge. Hooray. <laughs> cool. Uh, you get a buddy pass to play online with a friend, which I don't remember what that entails. It's three months of Stadia So someone Pro else just gets, yep, also for three somebody months. else. Okay. Uh, and you get uh, early access to pick your stadium name. Yep. When so I saw the badge thing, I thought that was more of a not, not a physical item. I think it's in 
like it'll be like next oh, year game, thing, yeah. yeah. Like in your, I so, think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'd be like, oh, like that dude signed up for it before everyone else did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, maybe you get a physical patch as well. You can sew it to your sleeve and walk around. That's and a go patch. Like, you're like you said, patch. Yeah, oh, but it's badge is what it's called. Fuck, it is badge. <laughs> yeah, well, it could be badge shaped, and it's a patch. Badger shaped. Nope. No, you get, a, you, get an actual, you get an actual badge you like keep in your wallet. And you're mm-hmm. like, uh, Stadia Police. <laughs> Stadia Founder. Early Founder. founder. <laughs> yeah, Stadia Early Founder. I need to confiscate your car. They're like, God damn, he has a badge. I have to do it. Yeah. He's clearly trying to play video games from anywhere with an internet connection. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, th- that's the, the way that the Founders Pack works. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, yeah, you can still technically play it free as well, connecting to it. The, yeah. the games you have to pay for, obviously, but yeah, using so the service is free. Yeah, so that's called Stadia Base. They mm-hmm. did say Stadia Base isn't coming until 2020. Yes. Um, right now, it's only Stadia Pro, which is the, the $10 a month. Uh, that also, being a pro member, is very much like a PlayStation Plus, where you don't need to have it necessarily to play the games, but it does make the games better. Um, whereas like PlayStation Plus, you get online. Uh, you also get free games. They didn't say the frequency in which you'd get free games uh, for being a pro member. I would like to think it's every single month, but that may be a little bit... Yeah, but bit... Is, it, is it like four games like you get on Xbox? Or is it like two games like you get? Or do you only get one game? I don't know. Do you get to choose what free game you get? Or is it something that they like automatically decide for you? Well, I think it's something they automatically decide for you because the first game of which is Destiny 2, which oh, they true. announced. So yeah. you get the full... And it's the full Destiny 2 experience, which is pretty nice. It's not just base game Destiny 2. It's Destiny 2... All the expansions that have come out so far and the new expansion that it's coming out in September. So you get the whole full uh, base thing, like thing, Forced Destiny 2, which is a, you know, it's a substantial package. That's a $40, $60 game, depending on what the pricing is of the complete edition when the new expansion comes out. Um, I think that's a pretty worthwhile free game to start, especially for a service that is hyping up the multiplayer aspect of it. Uh, They showed off in the trailer for the new Ghost Recon that you can see where your teammates are in a little like picture in picture on the screen, which is pretty cool. Uh, I'm hoping that's a thing that can be hidden if you're playing on a smaller screen, but no real indication of it uh, yet. I'm wondering if that's a free game thing. It's like PlayStation Plus or if it's like Xbox Gold where like PS Plus, you have to be a PS Plus like can subscriber to, yeah. to play those games so yeah, like xbox live once you get those games they're on your system forever well they're on your system forever for playstation too you just can't start them right but, but like if you on the your, xbox if you, you cancel your gold, your gold subscription you can still play those games yeah. oh really yeah. yeah i don't know yeah no this is you have to be a continuous member to be able to play them still oh. yeah yeah if you let your gold yeah. subscription expire you still get to play all the games that you have yeah they're oh, they're, they're, not they're yours forever the no yeah or if it's like if you let it expire um Oh, well, that's basically what, yeah, what we're saying. Uh, so there's the base. Uh, I always find this thing funny. I sent it in the text. Uh, one of the things that they ad- advertise is buy games whenever you want. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Well, because it, it, when you look at it, it's in comparison to the base versus the... And it says, like, you get free games. So it's, it says that for base, too. Like, you can buy games whenever you want. 
meaning that if you put it in the base there and say, can I buy games whenever I want as with a free membership? Yes, you can do that. I know. If it they just, didn't it just put seems that like a pro, weird thing but to it, have to say. Well, no. To like point it's out. just in a comparison. Yeah. You have to point it out in the base because otherwise someone would say like, I don't want to pay $10 a month. Can I still buy games whenever I want? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, you can. And then if you don't put that in the pro one, they're going to be like, wait, can I not buy games whenever I want if I'm a pro member? Right. So the two so comparisons. You have, like, you have the to have them both. It is silly. That you have to point that out, especially for the pro. But because they put it there for the base, if they didn't put it there for the pro, people would get confused because people are dumb. Um, and now, I, I don't remember, uh, in terms of the controller. Yes. Can you use other controllers? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you could use like your PlayStation controller and stuff, yeah. right? I don't think they've specifically confirmed which controllers you can use as of yet. Though the image during the conference itself, when they said you don't need the Stadia controller, you can use any forget what the abbreviation they used to some like BID or something like that, which probably just the Bluetooth. Blu-ray integrated device. No, cause it's not Blu-ray or uh, Bluetooth. Yeah. Something. Yeah. So I think is if it's that, then yes. And I think in the image, they had a bunch of like clip art controllers and one of them looked like the Xbox controller and one looked like the PlayStation controller, hmm. but I don't think they've officially said that because they probably can't officially say that. Yes, this works with, playstation 4 controller right because it's not xbox one controller yeah exactly Uh, but i think that you will be able to because they both have bluetooth capability like the xbox one controller is bluetooth no 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 you have to buy like a an adapter oh okay Mm -hmm. so yeah well the playstation one you will be able to yeah i mean you use the playstation one you use the dualshock to play uh assassin's creed unity on your laptop when that happened yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so as long as it's got a bluetooth mode it should be uh it should be fine yeah i do like that controller though i mean it it looks fairly generic. Like yeah. it, I mean, it looks like any. Yeah, if you were going to, could have looked like shit. Is what I'm no, saying. No, yeah, like, it could have looked. I like, like the PS3 not, boomerang. Yeah, I like yeah. that it's not a crappy looking control. I don't yeah. know what the build quality is or the feel of it. I'm sure it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, it looks just so generic, mm-hmm. and and not a bad way. Like you said, it could have looked bad. Yeah, but I was like, hey, you think it would have like. Given a little bit of flair to make it stand out in some way, I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't need to. Yeah, it's yeah. got a Google Assistant button. There's your flair. Yeah. It's got the orange underneath the, the, the joysticks. Oh, it's depending on which one you buy. This one's a blue one. The yeah, well, the blue one has the blue orange. Because there's the several colors you can buy individually. There's yeah, you a... can buy uh, clearly black, mm-hmm. um, obviously white, yeah. and wasabi. Yeah, and Wasabi has like the... Is that really the names of them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Google has a lot of fun with their names. The The Pixel 3 had the same kind of names as like almost black or like almost white, not quite black. And like, so they, they have fun That's with great. naming colors. Yeah, I, I really, like it. Yeah. So that was cool during the conference was like, all right, here, you can buy this controller. It's clearly black. <laughs> <laughs> and obviously white. Yeah. And Wasabi. Uh, and then they announced the uh, game lineup, the initial games lineup, I guess, for the launch. Yep. Uh, which isn't very big. It has like a lot of stuff that you would expect, like you would want to be on there, mm-hmm. but it's still not like a huge lineup. Well, it's not complete yet. I, I have a feeling that there could be some, especially things at uh, like a square or something conference this week for E3 that might say like, and we're partnering with Stadia to bring you this brand new game we just announced. So I think that there might be I, more. I, I know there are other things that like are on this list of stuff that they have right here. Yeah, because even if you look at the list, the list has other publishers or developers that just say like TBD. So like Rockstar's on there, but they don't have a game announced. Mm. EA's on there, but there were no games announced. Mm. Rockstar Table Tennis. 
That's so what I get. think there. I, I think there will be more. <laughs> I still have my copy of that game. Yeah, I think there will be more, but this was just the initial re- reveal of of some things, both new, uh, not out yet, and old. Yeah, and like one of the like things current. they announced was the new Baldur's Gate game that got announced. Yep, that was the very time. first thing of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, they announced that, which was a cool little trailer. I had seen rumblings that a new Baldur's Gate game was getting announced, uh, and the trailer itself looked pretty cool. I've never played one of the games. I haven't before. either, but um, like the trailer looked fun. I read a Baldur's Gate book a long time ago. Uh, there was one game uh, Doom Eternal that wasn't. I don't think it was part of the um, the initial announcement. It's something that got announced like separately afterwards. But there was one game called Guilt that looked really good. Yeah, it's the I horror believe game. that's a uh, Stadia exclusive. It if is. You, if you go to the thing, it only has Stadia listed as the release. It is a yep. Stadia exclusive. Yeah, it's a horror looking game. It was part of the show. They oh, did okay. showcase it. I didn't actually watch the show. I just read all the stuff afterwards. I did. There were two Stadia exclusive games. It was that. Uh, and it was like a game about moving. I forget what the name of it was. It's a, like packing in or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, but uh, Guilt I thought looked really good. That was yeah, like the thing good. that made it looks like if Pixar made a Silent Hill game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, which was like super creepy looking, but also very interesting. That was like the one thing that I was like, all right, this I'm I, I might actually get this just to play that at this point. Well, and that's what I said initially. I was like. I don't really care about this because this is just Games Pass that I have to buy a controller for. And there's no trophies or achievements. But yeah. then, like, I was like, well, depending on whatever exclusives they have. And, I mean, E3 is going on right now. So there still could be exclusives yet to be announced. And it's not out for a while anyway. But that's the things that will make me more interested. Mm-hmm. Mm. My, uh, my ultimate, like, when you did, like, put in the group chat while we were talking about it. Yes, like... Are you interested in this or anything like that? My initial thought was like, for 130 bucks, like, I'll give it a try. Like, well, and even, even if it's just for three months, like, I can play stuff for like three months and have fun. And I pre-ordered it. It comes yeah. with a Chromecast too. Yeah, yeah. I got it just for, pretty much just for the Chromecast, honestly, because like the Chromecast Ultra is 70 bucks. I've been wanting to get a new Chromecast anyway because I have TVs that aren't smart, and I only have a Gen One Chromecast. And every time I try to cast stuff, it's like. Using a Gen One Chromecast, it's probably gonna suck. Yeah, I have you like, should probably get another one. I had like an early Fire Stick that just runs like ass now. Yeah, so. I don't so, have a smart TV either, so that's why I was initially thinking the same thing. Yeah, so like I saw that, I'm like, okay, that's seventy bucks. The three months of the service is thirty bucks. The controller for if I ever want to play these games, or at the very least, I think they were it's sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's seventy bucks. Like I've already reached my deal. You know, I get to try Destiny 2, which I haven't played. Like, that could be pretty fun, especially if, like, Skip pre-ordered it. So, like, me and Skip could play Destiny Did now. you have a pay up front? Uh, yeah, I didn't check my statement, but, like, I made the purchase. Okay. You can keep it anytime. The only, the only re- like, I just, I, I spent a lot of money this month, so I was like, I'll wait till after I pay off my credit card before yeah. pre-ordering it. Yeah, I wanted to just get in there just because I'm like, I can always cancel it if it comes closer to it or they release some detail about it that really, like, irks me and turns me off to it because uh, you're not going to get the code or the box or any of the contents until closer to the actual launch uh, which they did say is in november they just didn't confirm when in november so i assume that you'll have time to cancel if you know if mm-hmm. for whatever but i figured for right now let me get in there let me not kick myself later if i wanted to to pre-order and i didn't get the chance to right. let me just do it now get it taken care of the controller looks cool i'm i'm I get the Chromecast. I get three months of it. I might even get six months of it, depending on how the Buddy Pass works. Like, if the Buddy Pass is just a code that is equal to three months of Pro, nothing is stopping me from giving that for, for to myself. 
you know, I don't know if it's email yeah, specific there's, there's or... There's gotta be a trick to that. I don't know. I, I mean, if to... anything, you can just put, like, me or John and then just have him give you the code. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, I one time got an email from PlayStation that's like, here's a free month of PlayStation Plus and three free months for you to give out to friends, and I just got four months of PlayStation Plus. <laughs> I was like, wait, screw all these people. Are you just sending me an email with four free months of a thing I pay for? Absolutely, I'm going to take that. Are you yeah, kidding? as long as it's not tied to an email address, yeah. you're probably fine. So that makes it even a better deal if it isn't, because then you get the Chromecast and six months of Pro to play whatever games right. deal. 60 bucks right there. Yeah. Now, they didn't say what the games that you have to purchase are going to cost. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a rental system, which I kind of was hoping that it would be, where like... Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Pay like 10 bucks for a month of the game as opposed to... Yeah, or like what I was 30 bucks for six months or something. Because like, that's what Assassin's Creed Odyssey and um, Resident Evil 7 were on Switch. Where it was like 30 bucks and you get the game for six months or something like that. Like you don't own it so you're not paying the full 60. But you also like... You know, you don't. You only have a certain amount of time to play it. Yeah. I think, well, you're not going to be playing it for six months anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why like... Like if they came out and said Madden's gonna be on Stadia and you it's you know forty bucks for the football season, oh hell yeah, I would buy that all day because I saves me twenty bucks and I definitely don't play past the football season. Right. You know that gets them a little bit extra money from a person like me who wouldn't normally buy it. If that's the kind of pricing for games that we're getting into, oh, I'm mm. gonna love the crap out of this thing. But if it's still sixty dollars purchases, I don't see me doing that very often no. unless it's something like. Uh, like NBA 2K was one of the games that they put on there. I could probably see myself uh, buying that on something like Stadia because I have a couple Bluetooth controllers where I only have one PlayStation controller. So that would allow me to play multiplayer here in the home. And that's how I would want to play a sports game like that. So there will be games that I could benefit and see myself buying from that. Uh, and then at the very least, if you're getting a game a month, that's three to six months of a different game. So th- I think it's, I think the founders pack was worth it, at least for me, mileage may vary on that, but yeah. I was, I was happy to do it just to, I, and I had no problems playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey when I got that. So I could easily see this being something that w- I could have a blast playing. Yeah. I'm still wary about the streaming stuff. Like no matter how much I try to like get over it, there's still something about it that makes me, feel uneasy there's actually a story that we're going to be talking about later on that's something that makes me kind of go like i hate this like all digital stuff the minecraft stuff oh yeah yeah, yeah. i was Which, like i'm not looking at the list of things that are coming up being like what the fuck are you talking about yeah uh like, there's still something about that that makes me like kind of wary um one thing i will tell you is that when i got uh the version the digital version of spider-man mm-hmm. uh on the sale uh it took me 12 hours for it to install weird yeah i started it before i went to work i came home it was still wasn't finished it wasn't until like two o'clock in the morning that it finally finished downloading so the like instant start up and like play and not have to install thing after it taking that fucking long to install spider-man pretty good this seems like a pretty good deal uh set up for me right there it's mm-hmm. not even just digital like uh yeah playstation takes forever to install well not just playstation i Came to visit um, Tyler once, and I brought my Xbox, and I bought uh, Halo 5, and Carrie wanted to play it, and Tyler and I were going off to do something. I remember when this and happened. And it took eight hours to install, and that was off of the disc. And we came back, she's like, I haven't even started it yet. And I was like, well, I gotta leave, like... Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. And she's like, so she just played it through the night. 
and and Tyler and I had to go sit in the back room because I didn't want it spoiled for me. So like we're just chilling in the office while Carrie goes like playing it, and then like at one in the morning she comes in, she's like, "I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that uh, Xbox is not nearly as long as PlayStation. From my my personal experience, mm. PlayStation takes like forever to install stuff sometimes. Um, and it was weird because like I had had it installed from the disc version of Spider-Man and it's, and then when I bought the digital version, it said, you must delete the disc download before Mm -hmm. you can install the digital download. I was like, fucking why? doesn't do that on the Xbox. Like if you download it off, if you put it on the, from the disc on the Xbox and you buy the digital version, it just, it's the same thing. It's the same version. I'm sure I did that with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Like it went on sale digitally. So I just bought the digital version and traded in the disc and I just was able to start. Right up and instantly playing it. But that was a really bizarre choice in the design for the PlayStation at that point. But the like the instant start stuff is at least very interesting to me for Stadia. Yeah. The instant start stuff to be able to just like you're watching a YouTube video, you see a trailer for a game you didn't know was out, and you could just start playing it right from there. Uh they didn't really talk about any of the social features that they had mentioned at GDC. I think that was just because that was more of a developer focused thing of like, hey, as a developer you can put in the ability for these different interactions, take that information and run with it. And this was more of a consumer focused thing with here are the games, here are the prices, here's the bundles, here's, you know, new game announcements, trailers and things like that. So get, get packed was the name of that moving game. Mm. Yeah. You know what make, what might make me want to buy this is if it's got did like indie support. Like I was just saying there was that PC game that I wanted to play, but I didn't, want to open up steam and download steam on my laptop and everything like that but if i had a stadia and it was just like oh you can buy it on the stadia and like i can buy it sitting on my like couch in front of my tv i'm sure i would have done that after a little while that'll that'll be uh happening yeah i mean because that's that's the kind of thing they talked about at gdc where you could watch this guy who's streaming this game and go i want to play this yeah pause and that was exactly what i wanted to do and it will just buy it and you can just immediately start it so that i mean but, like, I'm thinking of more indie stuff. Like, yeah. all they've been talking about is, like, AAA developers and yeah. stuff like that. Like, well, yeah, if it was something like Baba is You, which is a very yeah, obscure I watched you play that game. And, like, instantly I was like, I want this. But yeah. I'm not going to go, like, I don't have a Switch for one. And it's out on Steam, but I'm not going to go, like, again, I'm not going to load up Steam on my, my Mac and then get it that way. Yeah. If it was on Stadia and it's just like, oh, I can get it this way? Sure. Well, I think the reason that you're seeing a lot of AAA stuff right now is twofold. One, that's what sells. That's what sells. Oh, I I know for sure, but I'm just like they haven't said anything about indie developers yet. What, two, the second reason why is that AAA developers have the manpower to be able to make these ports. Indie developers, you would need time, so they probably have oh, people yeah. who are saying like, "We're very interested, but we can we have a dev kit? We would love to put our game on Stadia." But, like, don't announce it yet because we don't know what that takes. Like, right. We don't know how long it's going to take us. We don't want you to announce our presence and then have it be a year and a half out and we still can't figure out the porting of it because we're a team of 10. Right. There's so, only eight of us and we yeah. don't know if it's viable or not. Yeah, I definitely think indie support is coming because I think – I would hope that Google is smart enough to see that what sustains the PlayStations and the Xboxes and the Switches of the world – is that indie support because Especially you only, now. Yeah, because you only get a triple A title every couple of months. Oh yeah. Whereas you can get an indie title every single week because people are constantly working and putting those out. Because there are more indie developers than there are triple right. A developers. So well I and think, Google's got like their phones, so like it's there's all that stuff that's on the phones too that's all mostly indie developers. Yeah. So I think they know that indie support is essential to this success. I just don't think they've committed to that for 
both the buzz factor of it. Because if you went out there and you're like, we've got Mortal Kombat and we've got uh, Ghost Recon and we've got these other 15 titles you've never heard of, you're going to be like, cool, so there's two games that I know I would want to play? That's not very good. Yeah. And that would immediately turn you off to it. Yeah, I was just hoping that like maybe they'd be like, and also Indies. Like, if like Devolver Digital is like, oh yeah, we're jumping in on this as well. I'd Devolver like, Digital's got a conference. I, I mean, they might have... You would have seen it by now by the time this episode goes out, but we haven't seen it yet. Right. They could say, and every game you've seen today is coming to uh, Xbox, Switch, uh, Play- PlayStation, and, and Stadia. Stadia. Yeah. Boom. And that, then you're like, that cool, might make I'm me in. be in yeah. completely. Oh yeah. Exactly. So I think this is this is a trickle out of news that we'll we'll get more and more as we get closer and closer yeah. to yeah. November. Yeah. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is on it. I did, I did see, that. see that. Yeah. It's a pretty small studio game release. Yep. Yeah, so I, you know, they're not all the the big AAA necessarily, but that's one, most of it is. Yeah, that's one indie-ish game that still has a super established IP behind it. Yeah, so it's not exactly that's backing from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, uh, lightning round. Last showcase that we have uh, for the week, as far as when we're recording this, uh, was earlier this morning for us on the Saturday, which was EA's play. Uh, which was different than any normal EA conference they've done in the past. Typically, they do a standard conference the way that a Microsoft or a stage-based conference. Yeah, stage-based where you, you go out, you have a guy come out, introduce their passion project that they've loved to be working on. Here's a video. Here's a guy standing on the stage awkwardly playing it. Here's a weird joke that we made that didn't pan out. That's normally what... EA is. Here's a guy in the front row who's working on a game that we're going to tell you about, but not <laughs> show somebody you somebody else so we can sit next to him and yeah. talk to him. Um, so they, they, they skipped that version this year and went with kind of an all-day approach to their E3 showcase. They had this whole area rented. They weren't inside the, the normal hall. They were outside in what looked like a parking lot of something. I'm not sure specifically where yeah. it was in L.A., um, but they had all kinds of like white leather couches and everyone walking around with those weird umbrella hats because, you know, it's sunny in, in Southern California in June. And uh, they kicked things off this morning uh, or this morning, their time, afternoon, our time uh, with our first gameplay look at Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And that was 15 minutes they said, though, the actual gameplay was more like... minutes and 44 seconds yeah, it was like or whatever it was. and a half <laughs> minutes, but then throughout the rest of the talking, they interspliced more footage, so technically we got 15 minutes of new gameplay uh, for Jedi Fallen Order. John, you and I watched this together. Yeah. Uh, Joe, you watched a little bit of it, but what did you guys think of the first real look at Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order? It cracked me up that the very first thing that happens was his <laughs> wall running... Yeah, you gotta get that out of the way. I was like, all right, yep, it's a respawn game. Dude runs and does a wall run instantly. Uh, but I mean, otherwise, it looks good. I'm I have small issues with it. Like they had space bees and space spiders that they were fighting against, and mm-hmm. like Star Wars is a very vast universe that like has creatures from everywhere. Like, why does there need to be space bees and space spiders? Like, you well, couldn't have thought of any other creature to fight against. Yeah, but like Chewbacca is just a Sasquatch. That's a real life thing that he's a version of, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a true, space version true. of, you know. But so, yeah, I get what you're saying. You could create anything, and you could just go with giant bee. Yeah, yeah. Come on, giant bee, <laughs> and, then, and then giant spider. Like yeah. not not just like one, but two. I was like, what is this like EDF Star Wars edition? Yeah. Next, you go out and there's giant ants. Um, but other than that, it looks, it looks cool. I like the, some of the enemies are affected by the force powers. So Mm -hmm. like they were showing him like fight a dude who was like, had a, like a bow staff sort of thing. And then like, if you force pushed or pulled him, he like stabbed the staff into the ground to stop being pushed and pulled, which is cool. Um, 
but other than that, I mean, it just kind of looks like Uncharted, the Star Wars game, which is uh, not necessarily bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, that the, sounds like a perfect description of that's what, what I it was, is and what I want. That was what I was saying. Like, I was like, wow, this this looks ultra generic in all the right ways. Yeah. I right. guess what I would, I would describe it. Well, John mentioned it when we were watching it, that it, it it's very much like Marvel Spider-Man, where it's... That didn't reinvent the wheel, this both for video like, games and Spider-Man It's what games. I said about Days Gone also. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was just taking all the things that work in a lot of other games and putting them together. And, and it it's works. like, you're like, okay, like it works. It's fun. I'm enjoying it. But I can also point at, like, be like, but this is clearly, like, like you said, this is clearly Uncharted. Like, but Uncharted if Nate Drake was a Jedi, which sounds awesome. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, exactly. cool. Because, like, with Spider-Man, okay, yeah, it's a pretty generic open world third person action game. But it's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. so it's naturally a thousand percent better. Right. Mm-hmm. You just put it in a universe that I immensely care about yeah. over generic. Where I'm willing, and also where I'm willing to overlook shortcomings or genericness of it, because I'm in this universe right, right, that right, I care right. about. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm I'm kind of mad that what would have been Star Wars Uncharted, which was the Amy Hennig Star Wars game, got canceled uh, in favor of this game. I don't like. I don't know if I'm necessarily happy about that, but it still looks like a super fun yeah. game. Mm-hmm. I love the animations for, and they did clarify these aren't one button press animations. That all of the things that you see the character doing with like force powers, lightsaber throws, um, you know, different things that they were doing to destroy enemies aren't just press L one, do uh, like a force grab, thrust, stab. It's you have to go say okay, force grab that guy pull him to me, stab him. Those are three separate like input presses. So it gives it more of a feel that you are the character. It's more immersive that yeah, way. It's not just press X to kill. Correct. Yeah. You know, they showed or off press a lot X of to Jason. Yeah. <laughs> they uh they had a whole bunch of different um like they were talking about parrying and all these yeah, different the like blocking thing elements. Super cool. Yeah. The character didn't do it a lot in the gameplay that they showed in the big chunk. But in some of the smaller gameplay chunks that they showed while they were doing the interview segment of the the showcase, it showed him doing like a flip and a stab and like a flip and a cut. So you can have those more prequel era Yoda-esque type fighting of like lots of flips and jumping around and stabbing Which is and the swinging. the thing I was saying was the stuff that I missed from the newer And stuff. I said yeah. the exact opposite. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I don't want any of the, the flips. Yeah, you want well, traditional samurai. Stuff. He wants sci-fi samurai. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is good because... But that's the thing that they showed in this gameplay is that you can play either way. Yeah. Because in the main segment, it played something more like a Sekiro. Right. Where it's all about dodging. It's all about, you know, blocking and parrying attacks, parrying, you know, blocking and parrying, you know, laser blasts. Um, but then they also showed later on that you can do the flips and the stuff that, that Joe's looking for out of a Star Wars game. So it seems like it's got a little bit for everybody. Uh, and I'm I'm totally yeah, down for it. That's, that's cool. You just don't like his face. I just don't like the guy's face. <laughs> I uh, I don't fight. I don't like the little droid. Yeah, I don't really it's, care. I like I the droid looks cute. Yeah, it's Rob the robot. I just don't like how it's like sitting on your back the entire time, like looking around. It's kind of like distracting to me. It wouldn't be so distracting if it didn't have the green light. I think because at one point the was, light and shuts the, the off. It's like moving its head around and yeah. stuff. I feel like when you're playing, you won't notice it as much because you'll sure. be focused on the enemies and what's ahead of you. Yeah. Whereas when you're watching, when you're passive and watching it, you're focused on that juddery movement of mm. the droid. That's what I would hope for your enjoyment of the game. Yeah. But, I mean, we don't really know. And maybe there's a way that you can turn it off or make, make him not visible. The I problem is, it. 
Yeah, because he, he distributes your health packs, which they said is there's a finite amount of health packs that you have. You can pick up more in the game, but it didn't make it seem like they'd be available every time you kill a stormtrooper, you can get a health pack. Like, I don't think it's going to be like yeah, that. Yeah, I think they're pickups or probably items you can buy from shops, but they're probably not drops. Yeah, they're, they're definitely going to be more scarce, uh, but uh, we didn't really get to see anything from Inquisitors, which we know are a part of this. Uh, they really just showed off a couple of different styles of Stormtrooper, where it's normal standard Stormtrooper, Scout Trooper was there. Uh, they also have these brand new Purge Troopers that kind of look like the ones from Rogue One a little bit, like the Death Troopers from, I think it was Rogue One. Well, there's a lot of influence on Rogue One mm-hmm. in this. Well, it, it takes place in the same time period. For the most part. Yeah, they had Forrest so, Whitaker. But like he's much younger than he is in Rogue One. Yes. yes. Well, you figure there's 19 years between Revenge of the Sith yeah, and Yeah, so this takes Hulk. place immediately after Revenge of the Sith, it says. Immediately after? Because yeah. I thought it was a little bit longer after that because the kid is gr- said he's grown up a little bit since being oh, abandoned. Oh, maybe. I thought. I thought it was like they, they said. What's well, closer maybe they said to... after and I just didn't yeah. put immediate in there in my it, head. It's closer to Revenge of the Sith than it is to Rogue One. Rogue One, mm. yeah. Because obviously Rogue One ends right before A New Hope. So it's definitely closer than that. Yes, uh, Forrest Whitaker's Saw Gerrera is in there. I couldn't tell from the voice acting if it is him, though it, it's, it's, not. it's not. No. Okay. I, I mean, also I, I don't know. I could tell it wasn't his voice. Okay. Yeah. I could barely understand him, too. That's the thing. It was very, when we were watching it here, it was very low. So I was like, is it him? It certainly looks like the same character. So they clearly, you know. Well, he's bald instead of having long hair. But even the facial features, it makes it like, I could, if you said, what actor is that supposed to be? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, well, see, I wasn't, I like, I wasn't sure because I didn't know the character's name or anything like that. But I'm like, that looked exactly like Forrest Whitaker. So that must be Forrest Whitaker's guy. Yeah. From uh, Rogue One. One. Yeah. Saw Guerrero. Yeah. Uh, They have the, the, the same type of droid at the end of it. Yeah, the K2 droid. The K2 droid. Yep. So a lot of lot of uh, influence from that movie in the game, apparently. Yeah, well, it, it makes sense. It's the same time period. A lot of those, you know, the Empire is going to have those droids around. It also helps connect it to the things that you're more familiar with in the Star Wars universe, since this is technically canon. Uh, they did confirm that, even though they've said... They, yeah, say, over over they say that every time something new comes out, they say, it's canon, and then like after it comes out, they're like, it's not canon. No, it's I don't a, think they've ever said no. Everything stuff is not canon anymore. Everything since the the reset before Force Awakens, where all ever all those books, all the comics, all yeah, the movies, everything all the games, is canon. Everything's now. canon. Battlefront's no, I canon. They've like made stuff non-canon. No, Every, well, Battlefront yeah. can't be canon. Battlefront is. is canon. Battlefront. There's, there's even two Battlefront canon. books that are canon. Yeah, but the, doesn't that like take place over all the different times? Can't the you have, story like, mode can't for Battlefront like, Two. Fight. Oh, the story mode. The story mode for story mode. Battlefront Two is canon. Okay, yeah. Which is probably what the books are based after. I don't know. Yeah, there is a there is a yeah there was a prequel book about like the unit that the character in Battlefront Two is a part of. There's two of of them. Yeah, I'm sure it's just another story. Yeah, it's just an expansion of the. Yeah, I know one of them is specifically about that. The game, Um, not the game, but like the faction that the main character starts out as a part of. Whatever her like elite Empire squad is a part of. There's a book about the Phoenix. No, not Phoenix. Um, Fire something. I forget what it's called. I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad to finally see stuff from this game. Uh, We know it's coming out same day as Pokemon, uh, November 15th. So, can't wait. They they didn't give anything. I'm surprised there's no collector's edition, digital deluxe, something. It's Not yet, at least. Yeah, but this would be the time when you're doing this big, massive gameplay unveil. They still have the Microsoft conference. That's true. We are going to see more at the Microsoft conference. I'm very sad about that because that most likely means content first on xbox i mean it's only because there's no sony conference 
No, but they also played it on the Xbox. Yeah, oh. the video itself was played on Xbox. Though at first it was really funny because um, when you watch the clip later online, there's the normal Xbox like, and then it starts. That's true. I noticed. I, I thought that was weird that it started with the Xbox symbol. Yeah, that was just on the video that I showed you when you, you got here. But It's in, the video I watched when I watched it myself also. Yeah, when you were watching it live, it didn't have that. Oh, okay. It just starts up with the logo for it and then says like press A to start. And I was like, oh no, it's Xbox footage. Oh no, that means it's going to, they probably have a deal with Xbox. And or it's the, just that they knew that they could only show it off at the Xbox conference. So. Yeah. The, I mean, didn't Battlefield uh, have, like, Sony? Yeah. Battlefront was at the Sony conferences. But uh, did it have, like, it was DLC first on PlayStation or for something the, like that? For, for the, the first, first game. game. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was that was the way that they did it. But then, like, so it says, like, press A to start. And I got worried that it was Xbox exclusive stuff could be happening. Uh, and then we saw the robot which John already mentioned looked like Rob the robot and I was and then they showed like some of the characters were they, they looked a little wonky like they didn't look very good graphically and I was like wait a is minute is this a switch version yeah, what yeah. Is, this, is this a switch version we didn't know about because the A's on a switch controller and that thing is definitely Rob the robot-esque and that would make total sense and then I got excited there might be a switch version uh, and then, and then it said like click in on the right stick to do something yeah, and you're like oh never mind yeah so I'd then, rather buy it on the PlayStation anyways oh I for oh, sure 100% would but you you Damn right, I would buy that on the Switch to play wherever I want as well, too. Mm. So, uh, pretty exciting stuff there. Um, actually, before we move on uh, from the EA Showcase, totally, we did watch some more of it. We watched some Apex Legends oh, stuff. Yeah. Um, that was after. The Star Wars stuff was really the big thing that most of us were paying For attention us. to. Um, they did announce new Apex Legends stuff, new season coming in July, new character, which is going to have some pretty big lore impacts. Because, like, they said her, the main character, whose name is Watson, Watson. with two T's because she's electric-based. Uh, her and her dad, like, her dad built the arena that you're playing in. Yep. So she literally, like, grew up in the arena. Uh, her, like, her power is she can put out these little electric gates that when people pass through them, it pings the team that that's where uh, enemies are. Um, helps kind of block there. There's another, like, turret-looking thing that she puts down that can block all kinds of different things and, and do all kinds of different stuff. Um, so that looked kind of cool as well. Lore stuff in those type of games always kind of annoys me because it just seems so superfluous. Well, it's... Like the lore for like uh, uh, Rainbow Six Siege and lore for Overwatch and stuff. I'm like... Well, Siege doesn't no, really no, make there's much there's no sense story because they don't this. talk. But like in Overwatch, they talk all the time. Yeah, yeah. but there's like no story mode. So, I mean, but I the guess way that the characters stuff, interact is... To me, is, I'm just like, why but if bother? That's, but if that's your thing that you play, like if you play Overwatch and you want as to consume as much Overwatch stuff as possible, and then they put out those little videos explaining the lore of these characters, that's cool. Overwatch also had a comic book. Like Siege, I can understand. Like, yeah, yeah I don't generic. really care. It's a block of text. So that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what Apex Legends is going to have. Maybe they have a comic book as well. Um, and they had a little cartoon to yeah. like unveil the character and kind of her backstory a little bit. Uh, but the fact that she has this tie to the whole arena itself gives yeah, but it. But to me, uh, like I said, my like thought process is like there's no story to this. So. But the characters interact. I, I just want a character. Yeah, but you're getting one. You don't have to pay attention to the No, I mean, like, when you're playing the game, there's no story to the game. No. But so they, that's what I'm saying. Again, they interact with each other differently, though. And still. Like, I, it seems it's to just It's just a game. Yeah, but yeah. so but that's the thing. I, I'm still, not saying it's bad. It's just, it uh, to me, it's like a wasted, it's wasted it. effort, I guess I would say, in my mind. Well, I, in the hero, and this is hero shooter-esque, you know, it's not the, quite the same, but it's still, like... 
you want to know like why these characters have these powers or why these characters do these things. I mean, I don't. You That's don't. what I'm no. saying. But they, they do it so that way, like... like if I play Overwatch, I'm like, all right, that one's a monkey. Good. The Eskimo girl is ice powers. Yeah. But it, <laughs> so what this is, this is this is essentially like Call of Duty. It's like, oh, I don't care about the campaign. That's the story. I don't care. I just want soldiers to shoot each other. It's the same kind of thing. Well, it's I mean, not like, for everybody. Yeah. Uh, to, like, I'm just saying, in my perspective, like yeah. every time lore stuff for these games, I go, well, there's no story load. So like, who cares? Yeah. I guess, yeah, people care. But for me, I'm just also, like, Also, the creators have to validate the reasons for making the characters the way they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the thing too. Like, because they're asking like, hey, why does... Why is she using these electric poles? Why is she designed this way? Why does she have these coils on her back? And it's like, oh, because of X, Y, and Z. If you don't plan that out as a developer, then you don't get to be able to explain. If, if someone was like, hey, why does she have those coils on their back? And you're just like, I don't know. Because it was cool. Look cool. Uh, Everyone yeah, would like, chew it, you up. That's what I'm like. For me, I'm just like. Yeah, it, you wouldn't ask those questions. Because it looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Because she has electric powers. I don't, like, I don't need to know. I'm not going to sit there. Well, you see, when she was 14 years old, she was at this place. I'm just like, because it looks cool. Like, that's why everything is the thing, way things are. Yeah. Well, but you've got a rabid fan base who wants as much content as they can get from the game. Mm. So, yeah, I can see why they did it. Mm. Uh, they also announced a new mode. And they had been hyping up that they were going to announce a new mode all throughout their half-hour segment. And I was getting excited because I, I stopped playing Apex Legends a while ago. And a new mode could be something to get me back in. You know, are we getting a... I read something like 80% of the initial player base has dropped off by yeah. this point. Well, I'm sure. Which is fair. Which is half of us already. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh, is that... Are we going to get like a, you know, a one versus whatever where you're playing by yourself? Or are we getting... the flag. Yeah. Are we getting a five team, you know, like a five player team something? Like, what's this new mode? And the new mode is ranked? Which like cool like a ranked which my first thought was it doesn't already have that no it doesn't have it. what it did it just came out recently with uh something where it's called like the champions queue so it's elite queue elite queue yeah if you place in the top five in a game you can join the elite queue and therefore if you continue to play in the elite queue you get better bonuses you get better xp better like loot and things like that got skins and all that sure um but I was expecting a new mode, not a new like it's like a new way to play, right? Not just ranked. So, but that is coming. So if you've been clamoring for ranked, good. They also talked about how they uh, revamped the like the battle pass to where it's it's easier to progress. It's not as grindy. It's not as stupid because they got a lot of flack uh, for the way they did the first season battle pass, and so they took that and they you know they went and changed it up a bit. The challenge thing was cool too, like that you get challenges per week and that you can complete them in any order. And also, if you like bail out and don't play for a month, you come back and they stack on top of each other. Yeah. Whereas like, uh, you know, comparing it to Siege, Siege has challenges, but like once at the end of the week is over, that challenge is gone. Mm-hmm. So if you don't play it for months, you've just missed out on the challenges. Yeah. So yeah, there was there was some good stuff there. Uh, and then we didn't watch Battlefield. Uh, no, nope. didn't really care don't about care. that. Didn't watch FIFA. Uh, I did watch the Madden one. They announced some cool Madden changes. Uh, everyone has these X abilities now, which correspond to like a player. So like they had Juju Smith-Schuster, the wide receiver from the Steelers was there. And they showed off his X ability, which is basically like if he's in single coverage, he's almost always going to come down with the ball because of the you know, the type of athlete that he is. Like he'll yeah. make the crazy jumps. He'll make the one-handed catches because that's just the kind of player he is. And so that kind of stuff is cool. Some of them you have to unlock. Like they showed Patrick Mahomes was, um, he can throw the ball farther than any other quarterback in the game. He can throw it like 80 yards. But in order to unlock that ability, you have to complete three passes of 30 yards or more 
I think in a certain period of time to unlock that. And that's kind of cool because that makes you earn it. And so it can be a little game breaking. There can, might... can any of them grow to a giant size? No. Oh. Only for three downs though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all it takes. Uh, they had some run pass options. They did say throughout the football season, they'll be constantly evaluating and updating the playbooks, which they've never done before. Yeah, they always cool. adjust player rankings, but they never adjust playbooks. So if all of a sudden a team starts going and they're, start being run heavy, then your play suggestions will be more run heavy. If they add a new play, that'll get added That's into the game potentially. Cool. Uh, they showed off the Philly special, John, which I know you're not a fan of, but that's in the game now, yeah. which is pretty cool. Yeah. They didn't have that type of play before. Um, so there was some cool stuff for Madden. It looked like there's no long shot mode this year, which I'm kind of bummed by. I like the story mode that they had been adding in the last couple of years, uh, but they did add something that was called like the franchise player mode where you can basically create your own quarterback, pick one of 10 Division One schools, play in the college football playoff, go through the draft process, and then go. And I Joe's, like that. Joe's rolling his eyes like crazy because he has no idea what any of this means. But it is a cool but that's, thing. Like, that's yeah. why I play NHL. It's like the, the be a player mode is my favorite part where yeah. I can start in the ESHL and like make my way all the way up. Yep. This is just for quarterbacks, though, but that kind of makes sense for football. Like it Yeah, because you, you always play the quarterback anyway. Yeah. So, but that that's pretty cool. I'm kind of bummed, no long shot, but it is what it is. They're doing big enough stuff to the other parts of the game where they mm-hmm. don't need to make a story. Yeah, so that was that was a cool uh, thing to see uh, in and of itself. So I did enjoy. Uh, you said that was the last conference. Uh, I, I wanted to ask, did you watch the Apple conference from this week? No, I did not watch it. I saw that there's a thousand dollar monitor stand. However, yeah. it's a hundred dollar monitors. No, 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 it's a thousand dollar monitor. Their new computer is like five grand. The computer is five grand. The monitor for it, or no, the computer is six grand. The monitor is five grand, and then the stand is one grand. What the fuck? I mean, their phones are over a grand now. Yeah, but think about all the phone does, and think about what a stand does. I know. I'm just saying, like compared to the computer, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't have any stuff in it. Man. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to validate the stand, but I will validate the computer saying that Max last significantly longer than PCs do. So I've had two Macs in the 15 years that I've had individual like life, whereas I've had three computers over four years. I've so. had this computer since 2008. Yeah, but that one also fucking shits the bed half the time and wants to update all the time. Right, it's just because, yeah, but I just don't let it. I don't know. I just, deal. The, the whole total, you got to pay like $12,000. Yeah. To buy that computer. Also, people don't primarily don't buy their desktops. Like they're they're a laptop company. It still is a twelve thousand dollar computer. It is, and it's and it's ridiculous. That but people don't ludicrous. technically buy those. People mostly buy and their I'm, laptops. And I'm a Mac guy, and I watched that conference going like, "Oh fuck you, Apple." Oh yeah. Once I saw the stand, and I saw like people taking pictures of it. You see the one I was comparing it to the monolith from mm-hmm. uh, Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's pretty funny." Lightning round. Uh, we got the final twelve games. For the Genesis Mini, Joe, why don't you read those off to us? Uh, yeah, they, uh, the surprise they added two bonus games to this. It was originally supposed to only be 40 games. Now it's going to be 42, which is pretty nice of them. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this was planned like initially or is when they were like going through the things they were like, oh, well, we have to include these we, two we games forgot as well. Uh, so uh, for the Japanese version, uh, you're going to be getting uh, Elysia, Dragon, uh, Elysia Dragoon, uh, Assault Suit Lanos, Columns, Darius, Dynamite Heady, uh, Monster World 4, Lang Riser 2, Lang Grisser. Lang Grisser? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Lord Monarch Tokotan Setsu Densetsu. Sento Densetsu. <laughs> uh, Road Rash 2. Slap Fight MD? MD. Uh, that's what I said. Oh. So, so it's Slap Fight Medical Doctor. Yes. Uh, Snow Bros, Nick and Tom, and Tetris. Uh, for the Western release, it's going to be Alicia Dragoon, Columns, Darius, Dynamite Hetty, Eternal Champions, Kid Chameleon, which was the game that I said I wanted to have it uh, put on the system, uh, Light Crusader, Monster World 4, uh, Road Rash 2, Strider, Tetris, and Virtual Fighter 2. Yeah, and I said Columns needs to be on those, so we're, we're good at predicting stuff. There you go. Anything from the, the overall list that you think is a big omission? No, actually. No, this is actually a really, really tight uh, lineup of games. Mm-hmm. For this Pretty game. much I, everything I thought of is on here. And uh, 42 of them. Like, that's a lot of games I mean, already. except for, like, the, like, we were saying, like, the, the Aladdins and stuff like that aren't on there, but they but are. We knew that, especially with two other Mickey games, we knew yeah. stuff like that wasn't going to make the cut. But, I mean, yeah, this is really, like, anything that I would think has been put on this it's a very very strong lineup i think it blows the uh like snes classic out of the water definitely in terms of quality of games that they have on it many would say the genesis blew the snes out of the water originally anyway uh yeah and many would be wrong uh, uh some <laughs> some would say that uh genesis does what nintendo don't some would say that yes yes I feel like uh, i've heard that before <laughs> a time or two uh, but, uh, yeah, so I think the lineup on this thing is great. I, when, like, initially when this got announced, I was very, like, oh, we're doing this again. But I just kind of assumed that they were going to put a bunch of random crap that I had never heard of on there. But yeah, now like, you're like, ooh, we're doing it again. Yeah, and we're like, oh, we're doing it, and we're doing it really well. Yeah. So, like, yeah, fucking Road Rash 2. I was like, that was a game that I wouldn't even thought of, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I totally play Road Rash 2. I think I said Road Rash, but not the second one, yeah. when we when we talked about it, too. Still, still a good prediction, because there was a Road Rash game right. ultimately announced for this. Yeah. Uh, one thing they did announce for the Japanese version of the uh, system, they are going to be selling a uh, Tower of Power attachment for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, for people that don't know, the Tower of Power was the name that people gave to the Genesis or uh, the uh, Mega, Mega Drive, Drive. Mm-hmm. when it was uh, fully decked out in all of the various attachments for it. So uh, it will come with a miniature Sega CD, a miniature Sega 32X, and a miniature copy of Sonic the Hedgehog that you can all put together to make like a tiny representation of the Tower of Power. Uh, none of them work, so it's not like it's going to be an actual Sega CD attachment that plays Sega CD games. It's not a 32X attachment that plays 32X games. It's, it's just, just aesthetic, but it's still a cool little touch. Yeah. Like it was a uh, forty dollars for the whole thing. No, it's thirty five hundred yen. So what's that? So it's like thirty two bucks. Okay. So yeah, uh, that's a neat little thing. I'm sure the like the Mega Drive and the Genesis aesthetically are pretty similar, so I'm sure that they would also work if you like just bought them from japan maybe i might want to look into that but i have no reason to believe that they wouldn't because the design is relatively exactly the same Mm -hmm. uh but it's a nice little like cool bonus thing shot themselves in the foot though because now they can't do the 32x mini or the cd mini i mean maybe they can later on but then you're gonna have a double tower power that doesn't make any sense yeah you're just kidding no you're just that's your punishment for being an early adopter yeah if you're like like an idiot that goes out and buys uh spider-man games (laughs) a week before sale (laughs) if you go out and buy this uh, without waiting for the actual announcement of a a functioning adapter yeah you're so dumb 
Uh, all right, lightning round from one old style console to a new style console with an old style feel. We're getting a new Hyperkin console. Those are the makers of all your favorite ways to play old games on new TVs. Yeah, they make the Retron uh, systems like the Retron 5, the Retron HD. Um, as of right now, this is the first uh, like third-party Nintendo 64 Mm-hmm. that's been released there are mods that you can get that create like a hd mod for the um, nintendo 64 where you can modify an existing console to output uh through an hdmi cable in like 1080 um those are usually very expensive uh, i bought one it was 400 dollars, and i still haven't gotten it i ordered it like six Jesus. months ago and i'm still waiting for it to get uh sent to me because the Do guy you like, pay up front uh yeah god damn um, so I'm still waiting for that thing to, to come. Uh, I got an update from him like the other day, something about like he figured out a way to make the whites brighter on the system because normally they come out like as gray uh, on the new on the the whatever the fuck thing that he does. Yeah, the mod adapter. Or yeah, so it's like a way to make make the the colors better, uh, which uh, is not the biggest thing to me. Yeah, colorblind Joe. <laughs> But uh, did you tell him that? You tell him you're colorblind. You don't care. Hey, I don't care. Just send it to me now. Yeah, <laughs> I just have that. Please fucking mail it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So it's a. Uh, I mean, the th- the problem with the uh, restaurant systems is that they're just expensive. No, they're not really expensive. Yeah, they're relatively inexpensive. Yeah, I mean, they're not like they the best. Do. Well, the well, retro yeah. ones, I guess, in comparison. Yeah. Well, like, the problem with them is like that the super NT. they're just. Uh, like ROM converters, yeah. They don't actually play the game off the cartridges. You put the cartridge in, and it just loads a ROM that gets dumped from the cartridge onto the system. Yeah, which means that not all the games are playable. Yeah, and also like you're not playing a, an actual version of it. You're just playing a, a ROM. Yeah, a, that a you're ROM. just enabling with the cartridge. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas other things like the uh, analog super, uh, NT. super NT or the super or the Mega MG the or uh, Mega M, sure. whatever it is, the Genesis one that I bought before. Those actually play the games because they work off of an FPGA card. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they're actually just playing the cartridges. Uh, so this is also going to be a, 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 just a, uh, a ROM version of it. Uh, which, like, you, you when you do that, you run into, like, a better chance for, like, glitches, uh, slower, like, slower versions of the game. So, when you play them, they, you know, you might run into, like, lag issues and stuff. Um, still, it's the first time that it's been made, ava- like, an N64 has been made available. Uh, like, a modern N64 has been made available. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure people are going to buy it up until that. And it gives me hope for an eventual, an eventual FPGA, like, actual an Nintendo 64. 64. Yeah, like, for analog to make an N64 at that point. Because mm-hmm. I remember people saying that, like, something about the internal workings of a Nintendo 64 made it harder to make a, like, modernized version of it. Right. It makes it harder for them to even make to ROMs emulate. of it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's harder Yeah, to ROMs emulate. have always been a problem with that as well. Yep. Um, so I, it's cool. Like I'm, I'm hoping this is a good signal for the future. I'll probably still just pick one up anyways, because I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember if they said the price of it. Let me see if it's, uh, it's listed on here. Nope. That's the other article. I'm just hoping this means a wave of N64 style stuff because Nintendo's got a press conference on Tuesday. They've got a Nintendo direct. So N64 come classic. on N64 classic. Come on N64 classic. Uh, yeah, doesn't, doesn't have a... Other than the Game Boy. Either, either one of those I'll take. I mean, Game Boy I would obviously be more interested in. Either one of them. 
Put uh, them both out at the same time. Doesn't have a price. Okay. Yeah, Game Boy Classic, but it's got a crank on the side. Sweet. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh, crank-based games. They're the best. Uh, lightning round. Uh, sticking with the Nintendo theme, we got the newest games uh, for the Switch Online NES. Online. Joe, what are those? Uh, yep. Yeah, so normally uh, we do the like PlayStation, the uh, PS Plus, and uh, yeah. Xbox Gold. Yep. So, but we got to start adding this to that general lineup. Uh, so first game is a game called City Connection. Which I have never heard of. I have no idea what it is. I'm guessing it's like a SimCity game. Uh, after breaking into an exclusive paint store in New York City, you're on the run from the cops, uh, carrying leaky 10-gallon cans of paint. Just like SimCity. Drive over every mile of New York City highways before catching a boat to England. From there, you will go on a tour of the world, avoiding the police and leaking paint everywhere you go. I have no idea what fucking game this is. I have never heard of it before. Well, if you're leaking paint, that means you could definitely draw a dick on the ground with your leaky paint. Yep, yep. As we've learned. Uh, you can only drive straight. Mm. So you can draw... You can make a line. very long dick. Sweet. There it you looks go. very anime, too. Huh. All right. Interesting. I'll give that one a try. I've never heard of it before. So this is actually the first time that one of these games have come out that I'm like, oh, this is an entirely new game for me to play now. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you're going to be getting Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. Sick. And then you're going to be getting Volleyball. Yeah. What's that? It's Volleyball. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't the volleyball game I was hoping for, but I'll take this one. What's was the volleyball the, game you were uh, hoping for? Uh, I forget what it's called. It's a, it's a game my friends and I play all the time. And one of uh, dudes got a retro, and I looked it up. As, I was like, wait a minute. Is that the volleyball game? But it's, it's Is the that the one with the sprites that look like the um, River City Rampage guys? Kind of. Let me see if I can pull it back up. Uh, volleyball. Yes. Also, okay. apparently, cars say fun in Japanese. Is it Super Strike V-Ball? Uh, yes. Super Strike V-Ball is the one I was thinking of. Weird. But this is just I've standard never volleyball. Seen that game before. Very much like standard baseball that they had on the SNES. So, there you go. Brand new game for Joe to play and something for all you volleyball fans out there. Plus Double Dragon. Double which I, cool. I don't think I've ever played volleyball. Don't I know of either. it, but I don't think I've ever played it. So. You mean in general or that game? Uh, Joe doesn't the, play the sports. The actual sport of volleyball. Gotcha. I've never, I, I, don't, I don't touch them. I'm aware of its existence, <laughs> but I've never played the sport. Uh, all right. Uh, lightning round. I don't know if we talked about this before on the Gamescast or not. You talked about it last week. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure which part of this was us talking last in general. Last it or... was... The fact that George R. R. Martin came out and said he was working on a game in Japan. I do remember? Right. I do remember us talking about this, and we got a leak about what that is uh, in his collaboration with From Software. So, who wants to tell me about that? Sure does. Uh, it's a game called Elden Ring. Elden Ring. We don't really know much about it, other than that it's called Elden Ring. I'm sure yeah. we'll get more information at E3. There was a description of the logo, I believe, in the articles that I saw, and it was just a super generic fantasy type description of the like, yeah i believe we said it was based off of um it was based off of like north north mythology that was time. the that was the, that rumor. Was the rumor yeah there there wasn't anything about that in the leak specifically yeah well i mean so far the leaks have all been pretty uh, yeah, on point pretty so i'm assuming that's going to be uh what the actual league game is yeah um i'm surprised actually that this is like if they're going to have something to show at e3 this soon after the release of Sekiro, like, 
I, I mean, I don't know anything about how game development cycles are. They could have been working on both of them at the same time. Yeah, there's usually multiple teams yeah. at places. Uh, and it could just be, here's a logo, here's some concept art, we just want to get you hyped. Yeah. We'll have more to show at the Game Awards or Gamescom or any of these other different conferences that exist throughout the year. Uh, but here's just your first look and it's a cinematic trailer or it's a... You know, it's the logo and concept art, like I said. Mm-hmm. We don't know. So These were all part of general Bandai Namco leaks because this is going to be a, a Bandai Namco game. Yeah. From the leak, it says that uh, it's a fantasy action RPG game and it is from software's largest game to date. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember after Sekiro came out, he said that he wanted to do something that's like a much bigger world type mm-hmm. yeah, narrative. Like a Red Dead thing. Yeah. yeah, he used Red Dead as an example. Yep. Um, so I have a feeling that like I don't know if that's this game because, like, it it, falls it's, in it's, line it, it feels that. like it's so quickly after the last game that yeah. we're getting this information. Normally, the, these uh, the from software games, there's like a a years years worth of lull in between the announcements mm-hmm. and releases of them. Um, they don't come so quickly one after another. And this game could still not come out until 2021 for all that we know. But yeah. we don't usually get this information so quickly after the release of the last game when these with this uh, company. I mean, we might not even get an announcement of this game at E3. This could have just been someone got news about Bandai Namco thing being like, hey, what, what's Bandai Namco got to show at E3? And they're like, oh, we've got the Nino Kuni 2 remake. Oh, we've got the next Tales game. Oh, by the way, this isn't an E3 thing, but we've also got a George R. R. Martin Elden Ring game with the guys from uh, from software that's pretty cool and that was all incorporated into one overall like leak of information hmm. apparently people think that it's going to be announced during microsoft's press conference so. it's entirely possible uh I mean, we'll, we'll have to see granted you guys may know already because microsoft's conference will have happened by the time you listen to this and we just haven't seen it yet but i mean that's cool new ips is always good i don't care about like george r, r. martin like i Game of Thrones isn't something that like lit my world on fire. Yeah. I do love uh, from software games though, so I'm definitely excited for it because of that. Agreed. I'm yeah. just wondering like how much influence George R. R. Martin actually had on it. If it's just the kind of thing where he's like, "You should do a game like this," and they went like, "All right, you're executive producer now." I would or, think that he probably like worked on story elements, yeah, maybe not wrote it or but, something. Yeah, just definitely like wrote the bullet points, wrote the outline. Mm. Maybe, I don't know what kind of artist he is, if he like drew like a, this is what I envisioned for the main character, this is what I envisioned for the world that they live in kind of thing. Maybe he brought some of that too. I don't, we don't I mean, know. He, he like, he like half did it and then left. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's what he, he I want him to have things. a face. <laughs> Maybe a scar of some sort. Mm-hmm. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you three quarters of the game and then you guys got to figure out the rest. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, you know, like, like we said, it may have already been announced. Uh, we'll we'll find out. I don't really know what other place it would have. I don't think Bandai Namco has a conference. I don't think. No. no. Yeah, this wouldn't be a Nintendo thing. There is no Sony thing. Well, you know, know what, though? I believe it's a Sony exclusive. What is? This game, Elden Ring. Oh, you think it's a Sony exclusive? Yeah. What I've been hearing is that it's going to be announced during the Microsoft conference, which would negate that. Oh, I remember reading that it was a Sony exclusive, like um, Bloodborne and Sekiro was. Or uh, Bloodborne was. Yeah. But we don't know. And you may know as you're listening to this and Mm -hmm. thinking, shut the fuck up. Let's move on. Why are you talking about these things you don't know? All right, well, let's move on then. Uh, Lightning round. We're getting another remake. 
This one's for Destroy All Humans. You guys Destroy All Humans fans? Uh, it was okay. I know a lot of people like it, though. It's, uh, it's weird because it's one of those games where I remember it, and I remember having a lot of fun in it. Like, I remember enjoying it, but if you ask me, like, anything that actually happened in that game, I could not tell you. You gotta probe people in the butt a lot. Yeah, I just remember running around and, like, destroying sh- all the humans. <laughs> and hurting a lot of cows. That's really what I remember. I like how the look on and your face... that's what aliens do. <laughs> the look on your face said that you weren't going to say the name of the title, and you're like, yeah, just like how you go around and destroy, and then it clicked in your, <laughs> your head. Oh, you Oh, what's happening? That was my favorite part of what you just did. Like, yeah, you just go around destroying all the humans. I get it now. Yeah, eyes wide. <laughs> finally, the name finally clicks for you. That's great. Yeah, I, re- I remember enjoying the game, but I just I couldn't tell you anything that happens in it. Well, yeah. that's why. The so it's great. Exists. I get to play it again, and in, yeah, it's going to be all new. new. Yeah. yeah, and this is a full remake, not a HD remaster or anything mm-hmm. like that. So that's going to be good. That'll really give people who haven't played it. Uh, a really good new feel for it. And Had a cool trailer. Yeah. It's set to Rammstein's Ich Mann or whatever it was. Uh, you're, the, you're the one that looked it up. Ich Wheel, which means I want. Sweet. In, in German. So you guys going to get this? I probably won't. I don't really. Like, I enjoyed watching people play it, but, like, I did not have any interest in it. So I'll probably enjoy watching Joe play it. There you but go. Depends on the price. If it's, like, a full $60 game. Usually these remakes aren't full yeah, prices like anyway. Bucks, Thirty yeah. bucks somewhere in there. Like a forty thirty dollar game, I'll buy. Sixty dollar yeah. game, nah, I'll pass. It may be something that I got like once it's on holiday sale next year or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Well, yeah, because I mean, this is one game. Like the Crash and Spiral trilogies were full remakes. Yeah. And those were forty bucks for three games. So I can't imagine a remake of this PS two mm-hmm. game uh, will be a full sixty dollars. And there's two of them too, so it opens it's three of them. There's three of them? Yeah, there's a story on Humans 3. Yeah. So it opens the, the gates to making the others. Yeah, and possibly even to making a new Destroy All Humans if this sells well. Uh, lightning round. You guys like Dragon Quest, right? Yes. So you'd be excited for the new Dragon Quest game that gets announced, right? If it gets announced in America. Uh, this one did not. Is only in Japan. Yes. Um, but I don't even think this would be up your alley anyway, because the name of this game is Dragon Quest Walk. So I don't think this is actually going to come out in America and for the very um, reason that uh, a lot of the stuff... So, it's a uh, ARG game, a lot like Pokemon Go. Yeah, it's a Pokemon Go clone. Uh, where you go and you fight monsters based in areas. But watching the, the, the trailer for it is adorable, by the way. Everyone should just go watch it if you like the Dragon Quest games. Um, but a lot of the stuff is set to specific places in Japan. So, if they did that in America, they would have to set it to specific places in America. And I don't think people are going to, like... Japan is the size of California, or smaller. Um, So, like, there's a lot compact. So, there's, like, a lot of stuff that you can go to within walking or train distance. Whereas, like, you could go to do this in New York and, like, fight things in the Empire State Building for us. Or maybe, like, somewhere in Boston. But then, like, there's nothing in New Hampshire or nothing in, you know, like... Yeah, but I mean, New England area. But Pokemon Go was good at just taking random local landmarks and turning that into a a spot where you could go and interact with the game. So while there's no big landmarks in, say, New Hampshire, it could be, hey, there's a cool statue in the middle of this town that we're in. Let's go there and you can accept. But Pokemon Go used another app's uh, geolocations already. So. This is being developed without any of that information. So, like, if they were to do that, they would have to have a bunch of people 
tour the country and go to every individual location and you could scour google maps and find points of interest and stuff like that there's i, there's I guess you could you but like it just seems like that's a lot of stuff that like is it's it's not going to come out here i yeah. would almost guarantee it oh yeah I, I don't think it's going to i just don't think it's impossible for it to if they no, really but I think wanted it's, it to i think it's a lost effort to even come out here anyway it does look great and there's a lot of things that i think are cool that pokemon go could add that would be cool like and this one, like, you actually go and you fight them. You don't obviously catch the monsters because they're not catchable. Yeah. Um, so it's got a battle mechanic as opposed to Pokemon Go where it's just flicking Pokeball at it. Um, but also you can get um, armor and stuff like that. And you have, like, a, a virtual home that you decorate, which I think is cool. Um, whereas, yeah, you can accept quests and you can, like, yeah. talk to the townspeople. Like, it's they, they it's said more it's more of a, of a traditional RPG than yeah. Pokemon Go was, which is cool. Um I would like to see more of these games that have these kinds of elements and mm-hmm. aren't just like, hey, look, you can see one of our characters and it looks like it's on your kitchen counter. Isn't that fun? I want to see less of that and more of like, cool, I'm walking around town. Look, here's a fake NPC that I can go talk to. Uh, and that, that'll give me a quest to go walk somewhere else. Like, I did play one of those like way, way back in the day, like 2012. That was a ghost hunting one. Mm-hmm. And it was fucking cool because like, in, it's like an ARG, so you like watch it and it like you move your camera around and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. then like you would have to go and hunt ghosts that way, and then you would have to fight them. And then like it even said like walk X amount of distance to find like you know we hear that there's something you know this far away. And so like if you walked that amount of distance, then you would go and fight that ghost. And that was cool because that was more integrative of like what's going on in reality without having to have geocached locations, not geocached, but like yeah. GPS locations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, this is not going to come out. It's cool. I'm glad it's coming out in Japan because it'll probably do super fucking well and people will, you know, do it on their way to work Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Dragon Quest is huge over there. Um, but it's, it's not coming out here. Yeah. I mean, even what you described too with that ghost hunting game, you can modify the Dragon Quest walk to be rather than going from landmark to landmark. It could be go walk 500 feet, go walk a mile, go to this location. And that's where those NPCs are. Uh, and then you can modify it that way since this is a much grander country with a lot more, like, you know, differentiators in each state. Like some states have tons of metropolises with all kinds of things that you can point to. And some are just very rural. Yeah. So maybe it then becomes, okay, it's distance-based, not location-based. Right. Well, and, like, I think that's the draw to this is, like, you go to Tokyo Tower and you spy- fight, like, the King Slime yeah. at Tokyo Tower because it's on top of Tokyo Tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's fucking cool because it's specific characters are in specific locations as opposed to just being Pokemon Go, which is just walk around until you find the thing that you want. Mm-hmm. Japan's a lot bigger than I thought it was. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It, like, runs around, like, from basically Maine to, like, the top of Florida. Yeah, so it's California size. Yeah, I just, when you said that, I was like, that doesn't sound right to me. And I looked it up, I'm like, oh no, Japan's a lot bigger than I thought it was. There's also a lot of, yeah, you're used to seeing it in the middle of the ocean. Yeah, there's also a lot of ocean rocks, too. But like actually seeing it like overlaid on top of the uh, eastern seaboard. Hmm. Yeah. And it used to be bigger, but all the Godzilla attacks really took chunks out of the the country itself. Uh, His name is Gojira. Uh, We're getting our own now, apparently. Mm. Yeah. We've had our second Godzilla attack recently. (laughs) Sweet. And Mothra and uh, Rodan, Rodan and Ghidorah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a damn shame. 
Uh, all right, uh, lightning round. Joe made mention of this earlier uh, and confused me, but then explained himself. Uh, the Minecraft story mode is getting discontinued. So what was the Minecraft story mode, Joe? That was the Telltale Minecraft game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not getting discontinued. It's getting erased from the internet. Mm-hmm. It's getting taken off like all stores, uh, all marketplaces. There's going to be no way to purchase the game uh, going forward. And that was the thing that made me like, that. that's the thing that makes me nervous about the all digital, like, internet space when it comes to gamings if a studio goes under then that game is just gone forever mm-hmm. and like if you bought it you won't be able to download it again that's it one of the things on that they the said yes you have to download it now before they take it off because otherwise there's going to be no way to re-download it again well, so like, like if a... your system breaks and you have to get a new system you lose that game forever mm-hmm. the scott pilgrim game mm-hmm. that was well that was pulled off because of like a uh, legal dispute type thing which is also but just it was bad no the rights just died everyone oh. thought everyone thought it was anamanaguchi wouldn't like let them use their music and like anamanaguchi the the band that made the theme song was just like nah dog like they just lost the rights and they didn't decide to re-up it so it's gone like they're like we would gladly have our music be in this game still because we'd get royalties for it and that game is great it was a great game. That game i think it's still on my playstation 3 hmm. it's on my 360 but i mean i don't, I don't even know where my 360 is anymore yeah. But, like, uh, Marvel uh, Ultimate Alliance 2, the, the, the Gold Edition, like, all the DLC, the DLC was gone. And so that's why, like, the physical copy of the Gold Edition sold for so much because the DLC would is unobtainable now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Although it's it's back now with the, with the collections. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, so that's, like, the part about the, the digital stuff that makes me nervous. Because, like, I know it's a much, uh, it's not nearly on the scale, but I always kind of think, like, oh, like, what would happen if something happened and Rockstar went out of business? And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, yeah, all the Grand Theft Auto games are just gone now. Can't find Technically, it. they still exist. I'm sure people will be able to upload, you know, ROMs and PT. <laughs> downloads and stuff of like that. Yeah, PT uh, versions of it. Like, it'll all be cataloged illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for for downloads in the future i'm sure you're still going to be if you really want to play minecraft story mode you'll be able to get it somewhere but not through any of like official conventional legal ways yeah. yeah yeah that's what makes me like nervous about the upcoming all digital future mm-hmm. um, that's fair it's a fair yeah. point unless everything is cloud-based where it's like okay it went under but you can still play it because you had it and because I think even with PT for a while, you could download it again, even if it wasn't on your system. You just nope. couldn't get it from the store. No, it's nope. completely it gone. Was completely from completely no, now up. at first you could because at first it was like you can't get it from no, the it, store it, anymore. It was, it was if you you had to have it on your system, there was no way to re-download again. That's not true because I hadn't played it until they said it's it's down from the store. But if you bought it, like if you had put it in your library, you can still get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then they removed it from servers. It was a two separate yeah. thing. It was it was it was a twofold plan because oh, I, I remember it, at first I, it was, I was they like, just took it down right away. No, because PT was only available for like two weeks or something like that and then they took it off the store but then they were like well you know you it's still on our server so you can still download it if you yeah. had put it in your library you can now download it and then the second thing was like no it's completely off our servers now so i, I thought can't it was ever took it right again. off away no i still get the update that says like trying to re-download pt uh, every time i like uh playstation connects to the internet mm. it still tells me it's still trying it's still plugging away i've seen that uh, people are selling eventually. ps4s with pt and like on it yeah like as like, a selling point and they're going for like twelve hundred dollars on ebay people were doing that for a uh, flappy bird for a while they're like, they'll oh, sell yeah. you an iphone that has flappy bird That's installed right. if you absolutely need to play that game before it came back and not one of the like eight million clones of it that mm-hmm. came out well now you can play it in the llama game too mm-hmm but yeah, 
It's a, I mean, it's a good point that that could potentially happen. I mean, I don't care about it happening to Minecraft story mode. I don't think there was a lot of replayability there. Chances are, if you bought it, you played it, and you're done with it. Yeah, but, but like you said, you would like to play, play Scott Pilgrim. I would, lo- I would love to play Scott Pilgrim again. In fact, I'm going to go hook up the PlayStation right now. I'm going to leave. We're going to stop this so I can go play that. Well, on that note, the retro station. that will do it for this week. So. No, <laughs> no, it won't. You're just going to break ahead. this monitor or no, no, no. screw all that. No, we only got a couple stories left, so we'll just jump right through them. Lightning round. Uh, we're getting a Jumanji game, Joe. Based on have... the board game? No. Based on the game that you play in the board game? It's Jumanji no. the movie the game? We don't know. So there is a trailer. So what? There was a trailer that showed the characters uh, portrayed by uh, Jack Black and Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart and Karen Gillan in the uh, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle movie, which was quite good for those that never saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sequel to Jumanji, the Robin Williams movie. I thought it was quite good. I thought it was very funny. It's not as nearly as uh, good as the original one, but still good. Way better than it had any business being. Though. Yes, yes. Because they, they announced a sequel to Jumanji and we all went, why? And then it came out and it was it was quite good. So it's just them dropping from the sky like they do in the beginning of that game. But what it doesn't give any indication to is, is this based on the movie is this based on the new movie or is this base or is this the game that they quote unquote went into in the movie yeah, but like remade for modern consoles in the movie the character the, the players the people are inhabiting the physical manifestations of the characters in the game so Correct. those characters were always in the game yes. no matter who was playing it. yes so yeah we don't know if we're playing the humans inhabiting the bodies or if we're supposed to be us inhabiting the bodies yeah. or is it that like this is just what that game would have been yeah without uh magical human interference because that game was an atari game yes uh but we're in a, the age of remakes now so mm-hmm. is this a remake of the jumanji and granted that game didn't really exist it just got trans the board game transformed itself into the atari game but still, like, it made a game when it did that. So Jumanji was a movie based on a book that got a sequel that was based on a... Or about a game based on the movie. And now this is a game based, based on the game, game from the movie that's the sequel to a movie based, based on, on a book. book. Yes. That was Joe's head exploding. <laughs> Heard that or not. Uh, he just, it's just all over my brand new bookshelves is where his brain and gray matter just went because uh, he confused the fuck out of himself. So it's just going to be, I left to go do a PlayStation thing. Joe's head exploded. So John, you're going to have to do the rest of the episode by yourself. Uh, I okay, mean, I, lightning round, lightning round, <laughs> not lightning round. I could, uh, I could play a Jumanji game. I mean, it's it, very cartoony looking. It looks a lot like Fortnite. It kind of looks like the Disney Infinity art style a little bit. I don't know what it is, but I could, I could be persuaded to play a game based on that movie or that franchise because I've, so far, I've liked everything they've put out. All two of them. Yeah, but like the board game, the, the real Zathura. board game. Zathura wasn't Sorry, terrible. Sorry, Dax Shepard. Yeah. What about Zathura the game based after the movie? I didn't play that. It's not good. Okay, well there you go. There's the one dud. <laughs> uh, so like I'm, I could depend on what kind of game it is. Kind of looked like it could be a mobile game, which probably won't play that. But if it's a little, you know, well, indie free, download kind of thing, no, it's no longer still play, even if it's free. No. You know what I would like? I don't. Love no one cares, Joe. Much. I would like 
a game based off the board game. That was, so, like, you know, if you play, like, Monopoly, Monopoly the yeah. game, it would just be a digital version of that game. Where you, you can like, buy you the board and, game. I know, yeah. but... Uh, but, he, but, like, you can buy Monopoly the video game, and there's cool little animations and things that take place. Oh, yeah, and you also it would don't be, have to have friends to play. Yeah, yeah it, would, it would, like... Uh, speed it up and you don't have to do the math and no, all no, no, not speed it up I mean like as you play like it would visually represent the, the yeah. changing world right. of the game like and, as you go through it and it could hinder your ability to play based on what you landed on where it's like like oh you, you turned into a spider and it's like spiders can't play video games uh, try to try harder to, to roll the dice next time or something like something that. like that yeah you could you could figure out a way to do it I agree that would be pretty fun yeah Especially for something like Switch, where you got all these controllers and you can put things together, and you can manipulate one person's game to have like vines all over it, so it's harder for them to see. Versus one person is having a rhino stampede happening in their version, and their screen is shaking, so it's harder for them to see and like roll the dice that'd and be stuff. Cool. Yeah, I think that'd be a pretty cool thing to do, rather than the whatever this, is, <laughs> yeah. which we're still not sure of. But I, I'll, I'll pay attention to if they give more information on it. I could, I, like I said, I could be persuaded to play something like that. Uh, lightning round out from a game. I'm not even going to go. I was going to go down the list of all the ways in which this could be a reference, nope. but I'm not going to do that because I like my brain intact. Uh, but from one movie game uh, to a show about a game, we're getting a animated series from the Russo brothers, which many people will know from the Captain America films, Captain America 2 on, and the most recent two Avengers films. Never heard of them. Uh, they are uh, brothers. They worked in TV for a long time. Community. No, Happy I mean these endings. Avengers movies you're talking. I've never oh, heard yeah. of these. I think it's based after like an old British show. Yeah. Oh, have, oh, yeah. They made one with Uma Thurman, and then they they made new ones. Yeah, yeah, after yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Um, they're making a Magic: The Gathering animated series for Netflix. Cool. Uh, I never played Magic. You guys have. Yeah. Do you? Yes. Uh, I, I mean, I'm gonna watch it. I'm sure it's gonna be on Netflix. Like, uh, it is gonna be on Netflix. Yeah, because it's everything that's animated is on Netflix now. Um, but like, there's deep lore behind it, and like, they've done. There's um, a million magic books. Well, and, like, not just that, but like the characters all interact and stuff like that, and putting stories in my little card game now. <laughs> wow, can't believe there's all lore. Joe cares about is the pictures. I just want to have the card and put it down. <laughs> Say overrun. I don't want Lord. Mind rot. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it looks... I mean, it, it, all they showed was one picture. Mm-hmm. And the name's attached to it. That seems cool. I'll, I'll watch it. I like magic. It's, I hope it doesn't suck me back into magic because that's cardboard crack and it ruined my life. So. <laughs> You're um, still trying to dig yourself out of that hole. Uh, I still have a box of magic cards upstairs. So uh, I don't want to do that again. Uh, but I will watch it. Uh, sure. It's one of Netflix things. They may announce it at their thing at E3, too. It's true. Or like show some of it. Um, uh, And everyone's like talks about that. They show uh, like a CGI um, trailer for one of the the video games. And it looks. It was just uh, for like the next expansion. No, but it was it was for the video game. They have an online game now. Oh, I thought, like that, was a, I thought that was just a trailer. Yes. Yeah. I thought that was just a trailer. For, no, like, and then the, at, at the end of the trailer, the it said rated uh, T for teen. Oh, okay. Um, and that was super fucking cool. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, like, we still don't know, like, is this going to be, is it going to be fully realistic CGI like that trailer? Right. Is it going to be, like, animated? Is it going to be, like, cartoony? Well, it's anime. No, like, for sure. Yeah, right. is it going to be, like, anime a la the Castlevania? We don't know what it's going to look like or what kind of animation it's going to have. Mm-hmm. For all we know, it could end up looking like a, a 
South Park. <laughs> yeah, or, or a, like a Pixar movie or something. Yeah. I mean, either way, I'm going to watch it. Because the thing it's is... It's not going to cost me anything other than my time. The, mm-hmm. the thing is that, like, the art style for the game in terms of, like, the cards is fairly inconsistent depending on who's just drawing the cards. So, yeah. like, you can get a card that's very cartoony. You can get one that's, like, the greatest ultra-detailed thing you've ever seen. Right. It's just thousands of artists. Yeah. So, like, what is actually going to be that's... It's going to be what sells it to me, I guess. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, like like John said, we might get a trailer because we, we talked about it last week. Netflix, Netflix is going to be at E3. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll see if they give more info. Also, it was just announced, so we don't know how long they've been working on it. I don't remember in what capacity the Russos are doing. If they're just producers, if they're writing everything, if they're directing everything, because uh, obviously they just got done with Endgame not that long ago. And they That's said their they're newest. They said they're movie. done with the Marvel movies. For, yeah, for at least the foreseeable future. I'm sure at some point the checkbook will get thrown at them and they could get sucked back in, which I'm all for because they every movie they did in the MCU is great. So I'm all for it. Either way, uh, lightning. I, I tell you, the, like I watched the when I went and saw Endgame. Turns out I actually saw that. I was lying earlier. Oh no, <laughs> you forgot it because uh, they had the trailer for that like Twenty One Bridges movie, and it was like from the Russo brothers. I know they didn't direct it; they were like producers, producers or something yeah. like that. But I was just like, oh, this is what they're doing afterwards. Cool, generic cop movie. Yeah. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Well, it was just produced by where they were just like, hey, we got all this money from Avengers. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Let's see, let's see if we can double it. Uh, all right, lightning round. Last piece of movie news: We finally got a release date for the Uncharted movie, starring Tom Holland. Which has been like two years since we heard anything about this. At we all. also don't know no, anything about the long. movie. It hasn't been that long since we found out because when Tom Holland only got put into it within the last year, I think. Yeah, I was on the podcast when it had. Yeah, so and I've only been here for a year. Yeah, so it's about that time. Yeah. So uh, well, the last uh, the. This article that is report Uncharted movie redrafted as prequel Tom Holland to star as Nathan Drake uh, article is from May 22nd, 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's been two years since we last heard about this movie. That can't possibly be true. I think we're just, we talked about it a lot when um, Nathan Fillion did his short. I feel like the, yeah, I guess maybe that was. That was just like we talked about it because it was on our mind and we're yeah, like, oh, man. this is what we want instead of a prequel movie with Tom Holland. Yeah, time really flies. When, I did, mean, when did Far From Home come out? Uh, or not Far From July Home. July 9th, um, <laughs> 2019. Uh, homecoming. Uh, that was 2017. Okay, yeah. That was like because I think it was like a high coming off of the, like him being in that movie that like this was announced. Yeah, but that article you just said was before that movie came out. Um, it must have been high off of uh, Civil War then. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was 2016. Your timelines aren't adding up, Joe. I don't like this. I don't know. Either That's way. That's also a report, and I'm thinking probably more of the confirmation than the official announcement, which came, would have Well, I later. think this is the official confirmation also. It was always a rumor before that. Anyway, there's a release date for this movie now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. For uh, a movie that we don't know anything it's about. It's December 18th, 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also... Soon. I'm like I like Tom Holland. Uh, I'm not excited for this movie because I want like an adult... Drake. We also don't know anything about the movie. I don't want to screw any kid Nathan Drake movie. I mean, the the young Nathan Drake kid stuff from the games was kind of engaging. Yeah, they were like the worst parts of the game to me. Well, in terms of gameplay, but story-wise, I kind of enjoyed the, like, he's on his own, he's got the brother, like... I don't know, for me, I was just like, I want to be adult Drake. Let's get this over with. (laughs) 
Oh, I want to go, go back to being an adult Drake. <laughs> I, uh, I I didn't I didn't hate that stuff. I mean, there's a there's a pretty good story that you can tell there, considering that he's like an abandoned kid and he's fending for himself. You can kind of build up the relationship with the Sully or the Sully type character that they'll put in the movie if he doesn't meet Sully yet in the movie verse of it. I mean, I like the the backstory. I like the lore of Uncharted. So I'm I'm down to see this either way. Would I prefer an adult Nathan Drake movie? Absolutely, but I'm still gonna go see it. I'm mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna see it, but You're it's not their the... day one in D box. John it's... and I are gonna make you go. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna fight it like John with Sonic. <laughs> well, John's not fighting. He's just accepted it now. Yeah. It's part of his lease. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, true. I, I did I wrote, sign off on that. I did. I wrote it in there. Uh, it's just like. Uh, it's just, it's not what I wanted. Like, like I said, no. I'll see it, but this is not the movie I wanted. No. And you're going to come out of it pleasantly surprised. Which is Am good. I? Hopefully. You, dude, you like everything. <laughs> but that's good. You should like things that I'm are not, fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just I saying, mean, like, I was just you talking tend about to find... how much I hated the little kid stuff. No, movie-wise, you pretty much like everything. Yeah. You like the Transformer movies. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Those are fun movies. What are you talking about? No. Yeah. They're fun movies. You're crazy. They make me dizzy. That's a you problem, not a movie problem. No, because I keep rolling my eyes at how crappy they are. That's a you problem. Stop rolling the eyes. Just watch. You're missing all the fun stuff because your eyes are rolled back in your head. That's I guess on it's you. True. Yeah, you're totally missing it. Uh, but yeah, December 18th, 2020. I don't, as we said, we haven't heard much of this movie. Don't know if they started filming yet, and that's, that's coming up soon. I mean, it seems like there's, I don't think there's going to be a lot of CG heavy elements necessarily. They could film Probably on location in some jungles and. Uh, do you guys think they'll incorporate the supernatural elements that are in all the Uncharted games? They have to. I mean, they don't have to. They could just tell a straight up Indiana Jones story. I guess it's true. If it's a prequel, like, like he doesn't ex- see the crazy shit until he's an adult. So yeah, that we know of. He could again, have had a million adventures. I mean, every time he like you play the games, he like meets somebody and somebody's like, "Remember that time we did that thing in like Morocco that one time?" Yeah. So like, we never saw that adventure. We don't know what happened there. Yeah. Yeah, but like anytime he sees any of the supernatural stuff, he's like, "Oh shit!" Like this, I can't believe. Like, if it, if he had seen it before when he was a kid, he'd just be like, "Oh, okay, they're cannibals from like Spanish times, conquistador times, or whatever." Like, he wouldn't but, be freaking out about it. But if he was a kid, it could have been adults being like, "That's not what you saw. You didn't see what you really think you saw." And maybe he's convinced himself that he didn't actually see that supernatural, like zombie eating thing or whatever. Right. And they're like, no, you're just some dumb kid. You don't know anything. And while Tom Holland looks super young, I think he's actually in his 20s. So they could easily try to play him up. About, he's actually like, 43. He's not, that's not true. He's like uh, Hannah Montana's uh, brother. He's, oh, yeah. He's super old. He was like 35 when they were filming that. I don't know when he was playing like a 16-year-old or something. Yeah, he was younger awesome. than her. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I could easily see them being like, he's fresh out of college, he, you know, whatever, like he could play, even though he looks younger, he could play that age, because that is the age that he is as a person. So you could like... You know, he's playing like a 16-year-old in Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, that's because he got snapped for five years. He's, he would be much older. That's true. <laughs> so yeah, you throw a beard on him or some stubble, he could look older. So, so I mean, uh, did you watch Lost City of Z? I didn't, no. no. He was in that, he had a beard. I was like, this is unsettling. Yeah. Not like a bushy beard he just no. had like stubble but it was but you it was like uh, daniel radcliffe when you did woman black i was just like what you have a kid but you were just a child <laughs> yeah they do have very young faces but i mean you could pull it off and say he's in his 20s he's been doing this shtick like i don't think it's necessarily going to be this is 16 year old nathan drake or this is 13 year old nathan drake mm. i think i would hope that it is more of a 
hey, you're 18, you're 19. Right. You're college age. Yeah. You're, you're looking at the world a little differently because you're young. You meet a 45, 50 year old Sully type. You go on adventures. Hold hands and frolic. Yeah, you could have fun. Make out, just like you guys. Uh, but we'll see December 18th, 2020. Uh, so that'll do it for the lightning round, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. Uh, remember, you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know uh, what you thought about the Pokemon uh, Direct, the Stadia Connect, or the EA Showcase. If there are any Genesis mini games that are missing from that, that are making it a make or break system for you. Um, and let us know if you plan to play a Jumanji game or see the Uncharted movie. Let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.